serving fans throughout the Midwest and even more around the world. This is the Show Me Sports Network. The following is an exclusive broadcast property presentation of the Show Me Sports Network and is a high-fidelity, all-digital broadcast. This broadcast is copyrighted by the Show Me Sports Network for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast without the Show Me Sports Network's written consent is prohibited. It's time for Southern Boone County Eagles football on the Show Me Sports Network. This is the Southern Boone County Eagles pregame show on the exclusive home for Eagles football, the Show Me Sports Network. We'll recap last game's highlights, set the stage for kickoff, and even get the thoughts of the head coach during the pregame show, all while we get set to bring you the exciting play-by-play action of your Southern Boone County Eagles. The biggest and absolute best coverage in mid-Missouri is on the air as the Show Me Sports Network broadcast crew are ready in the broadcast booth. Exclusive pregame coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football is brought to you by Avon with Michelle Carty. Boone County Journal, Centurion Cares, Eddie Goodell Society, Han Custom Laser Engraving, LLC, Last Sentinel Firearms, Retrieving Freedom, Sawdust Studios, Southern Boone Booster Club, and Zealous WBGT. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football on the Eagles Radio Network. Now let's go live to the field to the Show Me Sports Network broadcast booth. And a very pleasant good evening, everyone. Blake Gasaway here on the Show Me Sports Network, joined by Mike Freeze as we are just a little under half an hour from getting our ball game underway as the Southern Boone County Eagles are hosting the Mexico Bulldogs. Both teams coming in with a record of 0-1. Most importantly, this begins Class 3, District 5 action for both teams as they are chomping at the bit, ready to go. A much-improved Southern Boone squad Mexico, they lost some key starters, but they still put up a good showing last week. Yes, Mexico is one of those programs that we could we could qualify as a as a good program. The last few years, they've had a good amount of success. Last year, they had a great amount of success. They also had a great amount of success in the basketball program as well. So, their players, they're used to winning. Um, they're led by a three-year starter at quarterback, and that always means a lot when it comes to this level. However, their their line is uh young they got a couple sophomores that play a lot they also are lose they lost their stud running back from last year that was a lot of fun to watch but as always they always have that one guy that if he gets a a step or two he's gone and that is mr shivers this year for mexico so it's a a good it's a good game good opportunity for the eagles i believe we match up very well against them i believe we have a good good chance to win this game and like you said get, get things off in the district and I'm sure we'll probably talk about districts and so forth and how that works out as we go throughout the evening. Well, it is a uh, a good matchup, a good test for the Eagles here early in the season. As uh, you mentioned, Mike, about the uh, Bulldogs last year, they ended up losing in the state semifinals. They ended the season with a record of 10-3. and three. So they, uh, they just found ways to win last year and had no problem doing that. However, they hit the... Uh, Season this year, they were at home last week hosting Centralia and lost by a score of 26-21. to 
in a game that uh, really last year they were putting up 50-plus points a game is what they were averaging. So to start the season off with just 21 points is uh, kind of an, a uh, shock a little bit. But uh, they uh, they go back to the horse that brought them, per se, is uh, looking at the stats from last week. They had 268 total yards. And of that, 252 yards was on the ground, just 16 yards through the air. Their quarterback, uh, Ty Sims, the senior, you mentioned third-year starter, he was one of 11 for just 16 yards, but that was a touchdown. Yeah, they are typically, they run the ball about 75% of the time. That's their bread and butter. They, they, they run the wing, they run everyone close in, and they just line up and try to knock, your, knock you off the ball. And they've been doing it for quite, quite some time. They don't throw a lot. When they did throw a lot last week, they were coming from behind. So, you know, defense kind of knew a little bit better what was going on. And their passing game lacks sophistication, if you want, if you know what I mean. They, That's a good uh, way to put it. They, they basically just throw it up and, and try to outrun you and so forth. They do a lot of verticals. And uh, got to be a little bit more creative, even at the high school level, especially now with so many teams and so many, you know, young, young men have been playing spread. For so long, you know, it, it's nothing to uh, to defend a team that goes all vertical. So they, they definitely lacked the, the sophistication on their passing game. So we'll see what they changed, uh, if they change up any of that between last week and this week. Well, see head coach for the Eagles and uh, Mark Ross headed this way. So we're going to take a quick break and be back and uh, get his thoughts and talk to him about the pregame as we continue more exclusive pregame coverage of Southern Moon County Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. Running out of some of your favorite Avon products and haven't seen an Avon brochure in quite some time? No need to worry. Avon Independent Sales Representative Michelle Carty can help with your skin so soft, makeup, jewelry, fragrance, and skin care needs. Avon now carries cleaning supplies, clothing, daily essentials, and several small LG electronic items. You now have the opportunity to shop online 24-7 and have your order shipped directly to your front door by shopping with Michelle at mcarty.avonrepresentative.com. Dot com or find her on Facebook by searching Avon Carty. Welcome back to the Southern Moon County Eagles pregame show here on the National Media Sports Network. We're joined by Southern Moon County Eagles football head coach and Mark Ross. Coach Ross, thanks for joining us before tonight's game. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me. Well, your squad was able to finally get out and hit some other players beside teammates as they hosted the Odessa Bulldogs last Friday night. You came up just a little bit short on the scoreboard, but what were your thoughts on the game last week? You know, ultimately didn't end the way that we had hoped, you know, but we love the, the fight and the resiliency that our kids showed throughout the course of the game. A lot of ups and downs, and for them to continue to fight like they did and, and have an opportunity there as time expired from the 10-yard line was a tremendous step for us. You kind of talked about it in our pregame last week about facing the adversity and seeing some different things and kind of alluded to that too. It was an up and down game. There was a lot of adversity, but you know, we, we really saw the players not shy away from that and step up to it. Yeah, you know, they really stepped up to the challenge against a, a good opponent and typically Odessa's clear up there and the ranks of, of the state. So that was a, a big move for our kids to step up to the plate and, and take on some of those challenges. And, you know, just ultimately if we can clean a few things up, you know, I think that game goes a little bit differently. Well, you had some different guys out of position on a few plays, but really when you take away those handful of plays, really the team played a pretty great ball game. 
Yeah, they really did. You know, we, we did a nice job of taking care of the ball. We did have one turnover, unfortunately, that hurt us pretty bad in that situation. But, you know, the defense was able to get two takeaways of their own. So, you know, that helped kind of counteract some of that stuff. And kind of the focus this week was to kind of build some more depth in order to give some guys some more rest offensively and defensively, especially, and, and use some of our younger guys on some of the special teams units. And so this week we look to have a little bit more balance as far as some of that stuff goes. We had some new players starting. We had a few in some new positions. Certainly there was a lot of good things to take away for for the players and also for the coaching staff looking at something just a little bit different than maybe what they'd seen up to that point. Yeah, absolutely. You know, the, the lack of varsity experience that we have on this team plays a big role in how a game like last Friday night goes, but also showed that competitive spirit, competitive nature of, of these kids continue to fight, be down t- with 28 seconds left and, and get all the way down to the 10-yard line to have a chance to win. But I think you could really see from our vantage point in the press box, you could really see the adjustments that were being made and the things were maybe starting to click a little bit. You guys have talked about it in practice and you've worked on stuff, but until they actually get in that game situation and it's exactly what you've been practicing, it, it just kind of starts to click. But we could see that those adjustments and the positive step forward. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and these kids are, are going to continue to get more comfortable, you know, throughout the course of the season. Everything is still fairly new to them. You know, we've been practicing these things for about three months now, but really at the end of the day, until you're in those game-like situations and, and we're starting to make adjustments and the kids really grasp things that we're wanting them to do, those things are going to get easier as the course of the season goes on. And I was really proud of the adjustments the kids were able to make and some of the things we were asking them to do. I, I thought they did a great job of executing. There was a lot of teachable moments, too, throughout the game. I'm sure a lot of that shows up on the game film, too, for you guys. We spent some time on Monday kind of reexamining some of the things that happened in the game and and things that we need to work on and clean up. You know, and again, those things will continue to get better and get easier throughout the course of the season. But a lot of teachable moments, especially for our our guys without the varsity experience, and those things are going to continue to get better throughout the course of the season. You guys were trailing at halftime. What was kind of the mood in the locker room, or what did you talk to the guys about that really kind of, you know, turned the tide there in that second uh, half to come back and just about take the victory there right at the end? We didn't have to make a whole lot of adjustments at, at halftime. We talked about sticking to the game plan. You know, there were a few things that we tweaked here and there, but but nothing major. Just talking to the guys about staying the course and, and believing in the guy next to you. I think that was kind of where we had some breakdowns in the first half of trying to do too much and, and not stay within our realm of, of what we were asked to do. And I think once that happened there, that third quarter really showed a lot of trust in each other and, and making some of those adjustments to the things that we're asking the guys to do. Well, I was really impressed with starting quarterback junior Austin Evans. He was 9-22 for 250 yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions, his longest being a 77-yarder to Chase Morris. He had a great night in his first showing of varsity action, and he's going to continue to get better. And I thought he really showed what he could do through the air, you know, last week. But it's also what he can do with his legs that we didn't get a chance to really show off last week that I think is really going to make him extremely dynamic and hard to game plan for. And from what we did see of him using his legs, not to take away anything from, you know, previous quarterbacks, but he brings a different dynamic. He brings a different element than what we've seen for Southern Boone in in a little while. 
Yeah, absolutely. You know, and, and as a play caller, it, it makes things a lot easier on me to kind of make some adjustments and so, those sorts of things. And you don't always feel like you have a bunch of stuff that you need to get installed because you just make a few subtle adjustments to have some quarterback run threat. And, you know, it, it really changes things for a defense. Well, we did see him a little bit last year. Later on in games, some of the, the games that were out of hand, he, he was able to go in. But, you know, it's a whole different ball game. It's looking down a whole different thing when you're in there. You know, you get the, the call up to start the game off. Yeah, absolutely. Again, he, he's going to continue to get better throughout the course of the season, and, and we're really excited. Kind of watching and see where his game's going to go. Well, Junior Chase Morris, he showed off some cheetah-like speed as he totaled 191 yards receiving, most of those coming as a lot of yards after catch. He's a extremely dynamic player, and, and man, he is fun to watch go, and he gets out in open space. He, he can do a lot of great things. Yeah, and I don't remember last year him. He had speed, but we didn't get to see it used a whole lot. So it was great to see him just dial it up. And that's something I like about him is he's very quick to get those feet a reset and get them back going and get that engine up to speed. It's how fast he can change gears and, and kind of change speed and change direction that really makes him dynamic. And he is a, a lot of fun to watch in space. Well, overall, from the receiving core, we we did see a lot of good routes by them and saw several balls, too, that were placed in good positions where, you know, it might have went down as an incomplete pass, but it was in a position where either an eagle was going to catch it or nobody was going to catch it. And those are those things that, again, you build upon week after week. Yeah, I thought Austin did a tremendous job of, of making sure that the ball was placed where only we could go get it. Kind of talked about, you know, putting that ball out there and, and the receivers have to adjust and, and the quarterback will put you where he wants you to go. And you know, I thought the guys did a great job all night of kind of adjusting some of those deep balls, especially. And, you know, again, getting that comfortable feeling between the quarterback and the receivers, they're going to continue to get better. And, and there, there's a lot of talent there. And I'm really excited for the guy that has the next big night. Well, you knew coming into the game that Odessa has some big boys on that defensive line, which makes the run game uh, a little hard to come by. But the run game did a great job of setting up the passing game throughout the night. Yeah, you know, I felt like we did just enough in the run game to, to kind of keep them honest a little bit there. And we've got to continue to get better in the trenches. But, you know, for the first showing and, and the lack of varsity experience up there, we were pretty pleased with the direction that, that we can go with those guys. We saw some success last Friday night, too, when plays got stretched out, guys getting the corner, being able to turn it upfield and, and uh, get upfield and pick up a good chunk of yardage. Yeah, you know, I think the, the team speed is something that people are kind of underestimating from team this year. And, um, you know, we have tremendous team speed across the board. You know, it's just not one or two flashes in the pan there from a couple guys. It's across the board. We've got some great team speed, and that certainly helps in the run game, and it certainly helps in the passing game. I was also impressed to see on, on many occasions that the guys were delivering the hits rather than taking it. They were working for extra yardage. They weren't going down easy. They weren't just stepping out of bounds. They were really fighting for every inch that they could get. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, especially on the defensive side of the ball, you know, we've done a lot of talking about getting 11 hats to the ball and, and those sorts of things. And uh, offensively, our, our runners to be able to go down falling forward, you know, makes a big difference at the end of the night. And it was a relatively clean penalty-free game. There were a few mental mistakes, but watching, uh, you know, some guys not watching the snap, some other things like that. But again, a lot of those things are very correctable. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think we ended the night with 11 penalties, and those are things that are all within our control. 
control. And fortunately, we had two touchdowns called back on some of those penalties, and that really hurt. And so we've got to try to our, uh, our best to eliminate some of those mistakes and clean some of that stuff up. Well, and defensively, it was really a, a, a unit game. You could tell that the players were working together. There was a lot of hats on the ball. There was a lot of guys shifting over and things. Very impressed with the defensive side. Yeah, you know, they did a nice job of getting stops when we needed them. That was something that we really wanted to see. We've got to continue to get better up front and in the box of stopping the run game. And when somebody is running power and counter over and over and they're they're extremely good at what they do, you know, we've got to have some resiliency there in the middle to kind of get some things corrected and find ways to get stops. And, and that's what the guys did on Friday night. So we look for that to continue to improve over the course of the season. Well, coming down very late in the game last week, it looked like you guys had the go-ahead touchdown, but the officials ruled the ball out deep inside the red zone. It's a tough situation to, to be in there where you either look for the win or you try to go for the tie and force overtime. I'm just thankful I was in the press box, not down, having to make a decision on the sidelines. It's always a tough decision, but it's something, you know, I, I told Carter yesterday in practice, you know, we lined up the exact same spot to kick the field goal, and I told him, I said, we're going to make that same decision nine times out of ten, and, you know, we've got faith in him as a kicker, and he's got a tremendous leg, and he had plenty of leg on the kick, and unfortunately just sailed a little bit on us, and it's a tough decision, but ultimately throughout the course of the game and the flow of the game, we, we felt like it was the best decision in that moment. Again, having the confidence to continue to do those things moving forward is definitely something that will do well the game last week still a game for, for the guys to keep their heads up it was a well well played game and just much improved squad that we've seen on the field yeah absolutely like we said last week you know that was something we were looking for the growth and, and the ability to continue to fight throughout the course of that game and have a little bit of perseverance you know was really what we wanted to see at the end of the night well, late last week, we also got to see the district rankings released. It has Southern Moon placed in Class 3, District 5. Really no surprise there. That's along with Eldon, Moberly, Mexico, Fulton, and Boonville. Blair Oaks and Osage, they were both in the same district with Southern Boone last season. But Blair Oaks drops to Class 2. Osage moves to District 6. Seeing the district assignments now, does that change the mindset or the game plan going forward for the season? You know, it, it really doesn't for us. You know, we've we've talked about from day one that it's one day at a time, and right now we're focused on Mexico, and of course it has big implications, you know, with them being a, a district opponent, but at the same time, you know, we, we've got to take care of business right now, and ultimately districts is a long ways away for us, and, and we've got a long ways to go to get to where we want to be come that time of the year, And but we're definitely putting some stock into the matchup this week, and, you know, we believe they're one of the better teams within our districts, so it will uh, be interesting to see how things kind of shake out throughout the course of the season. Well, looking at the district teams, it is a tough district, but I believe it is possible for Southern Boone to be near the top, if not at the top of the list when it all shakes down and possibly, you know, have a chance to uh, maybe have a bye week there. But like you said, that's a long ways away. You just really got to take care of business one game as, as you go. But as it stands right now, Eldon is the only Class 3 District 5 team that got a win last week. Yeah, you know, I think across the board, our conference in particular is a extremely tough conference. It, it'll be interesting to kind of see how that all shakes out and can teams stay healthy throughout the course of the season and, and those sorts of things I think play a big role into the uh, final district standings.
Well, tonight your Eagles play again in front of a home crowd as they host the Mexico Bulldogs. As you kind of alluded to, first district matchup of the season. Bulldogs are 0-1 on the season after they lost to Centralia at home last week by a final of 26-21. to Leading up to this week, how has practice gone? The last few days in particular have been phenomenal. The guys have shown up and, and gotten better and, and really focused in on the details of the game plan and things that we need to do to be successful. But again, it, it, it's got to start with us and us worrying about us to continue to make those improvements each day. But I think the guys are excited and, and we like where we're at heading into this one. How's the health of everybody this week? We're very fortunate. You know, I made the comment last week, knock on wood, that week one game is probably about the healthiest that I've come out of a game to start the season in a long time. Well, fixing the Bulldogs tonight, what do you expect to see out of them? They're good at what they do. They run the flex bone, and so you see a lot of beer, a lot of ISO, some counter stuff, you know, so they don't do a whole lot of things offensively, but they're very good at what they do. And then, of course, defensively, again, you don't see a whole lot. They're very good at what they do, and, and they'll line up, and they're focused on stopping the run as they should be, and it's always a tough matchup when, when you're facing an opponent like that. What's your game plan for uh, victory this week? I don't think it varies very much from last week. You know, obviously this week there's there's been a lot of emphasis on kind of cleaning up some of the penalties and those sorts of things. But again, we've got to do a good job of getting our offense off the field and putting our offense in a good position by the time that we get them off the field. That allows us to be able to control the clock a little bit more. You know, we don't want the clock to be dictated by their offense this week. Well, Coach Ross, thanks for joining us on our pregame show. Any final thoughts before you get out of here? We appreciate all the support last week and, and hope to see everybody there tonight. Well, let's go out there and get that W. Sounds great. Thank you. That's Southern Boone Eagles football head coach Mark Ross. We're going to take a break and be right back with more of your Southern Boone County Eagles pregame show. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football on the home of the Eagles, the Show Me Sports Network. At the Boone County Journal, we're with you all the way. We know that you're more than just a subscriber. You're an employer. You're a parent. You're a neighbor. Most importantly, you're a community member. It's our goal to provide you with the latest news, sports, opinions, obituaries, classifieds, and more to keep you informed about your community. To find out more about the Boone County Journal or to subscribe, call 573-657-2334 or visit bocojo.com. The Boone County Journal, we're with you all the way. At Centurion Cares, for more than three decades, their focus has been on exceeding customer expectations for contact center software solutions. Their innovative communication solutions include utility interactive voice response software that allows for smart communication features that let your utility deliver superior customer service 24-7. They also provide other streamlined services like automatic call distribution, automated customer callback, reporting, and quality assurance. To find out more about how Centurion Cares can help your business, call them at 727-421. 5300 or look them up online at centurioncares.com centurion cares innovative communication solutions well the national anthem just finishing up here as uh both teams ready to get this ball game underway we'll have the corn to- the uh, coin the coin toss been watching too many tiktok videos about that uh corn the uh the kid talking about how great corn was but uh they will get the coin toss underway, and then we'll get ready for kickoff. As you know, tonight's game, uh, really pretty much we know exactly what we're going to see. We're going to see smash-em-off football. It's going to be taken right to them. 
and they've got some linemen that are a little slow and ugly and mean, and uh, they know how to clear some good holes. But if they can, uh, you know, if our defensive line can create some opportunities and uh, get some pressure there, I think that's going to be the uh, the success key right there. Well, as the Mexico coaches walk by me, they have a good program. They're used to winning. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how they can adapt after their last week heartbreaking loss. It's kind of like we had a heartbreaking loss as well. So which team comes back in the second week, puts that behind them, learns, take the positives, and go from there? But you're right. This is going to be a, again, they run about 75% of the time. They have for a number of years. Veer, the, you know, the old flex bone, they'll put double tight ends, a lot of double wings. And usually they have a, those wing people can run and be really quick as well too. So um, certainly I think the key to this game, and I probably say it almost every week, besides that being a beautiful night for football, which it actually is. Anyway, it's going to be the offensive line play on both sides of the ball. Can their offensive line get the maturity they need and play mistake-free or not? Can our offensive line, again, as a unit, they haven't played a lot together, can they learn from last week? Probably the one benefit that I've seen, look at the scouting report from Mexico, is their defensive line, they're kind of straight up. They don't try to trick you. They don't do a lot of line stunts. And last week, that was the one thing against Odessa that did hurt us when Odessa would do throw some line stunts in there. So we'll see what they do tonight. But definitely, uh, I'm going to say the offensive line on both squads. The team that has the better offensive line play will be the team that wins tonight. Well, that's going to do it for our pregame show here as uh, we are just – a few minutes away from kickoff, we're going to take a quick break and be back and get you set for kickoff as uh, you're listening to exclusive coverage of Southern Moo County Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. You've been listening to the Southern Boone County Eagles pregame show on the exclusive home for Eagles football, the Show Me Sports Network. The excitement is building in the stands and the tension is rising on the sideline as kickoff is just around the corner. Exclusive pregame coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football has been brought to you by Avon with Michelle Carty, Boone County Journal, Centurion Cares, Eddie Goodell Society, Han Custom Laser Engraving, LLC. Last Sentinel Firearms. Retrieving Freedom. Sawdust Studios. Southern Boone Booster Club. And Zealous WBGT. The biggest and absolute best coverage in mid-Missouri continues as we'll be back with kickoff right after these messages. This has been the Southern Boone County Eagles pregame show on the exclusive home for Eagles football, the Show Me Sports Network. The following public service announcement is brought to you by the Eddie Goodell Society, Jefferson City Chapter 10, doing little things to make a big difference. Want to make a big difference in your community? Be kind to others, drive safely, and put litter in its proper place. Join us in celebrating Eddie Goodell's historic Major League appearance as a member of the St. Louis Browns by doing something nice for someone today. Take the walk, Eddie! It's time for Southern Boone County Eagles football on the Show Me Sports Network. The 
This is Southern Boone County Eagles football on the exclusive home for the Eagles radio network, the Show Me Sports Network. Exclusive play-by-play coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football is brought to you by Avon with Michelle Carty, Boone County Journal, Centurion Cares, Eddie Goodell Society, Han Custom Laser Engraving, LLC, Last Sentinel Firearms, Retrieving Freedom, Sawdust Studios, Southern Boone Booster Club, and Zealous WBGT. The biggest and absolute best coverage in mid-Missouri is on the air as the Show Me Sports Network broadcast crew are ready in the broadcast booth for kickoff. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football on the Eagles Radio Network. Now let's go live to the field to the Show Me Sports Network broadcast booth. And a very pleasant good evening, everyone. Blake Gazaway here with you, joined by Mike Freeze, as we are just about set a couple minutes away from football action as captains meeting out in center circle. Field looks really good right now. Yeah, I was kind of wondering what it would look like. We did get a little bit of rain this morning. Um, I've heard re- uh, reports of up to half an inch rain, so... Hopefully the ground soaked in pretty good, but it did not rain much after 10, 30, 11 o'clock, it seemed. So, but I do look out and see a nice little mud puddle right there in front of the players right at the but the 50-yard line. So uh, hopefully the rest of the field, as many of you know, uh, we are going to be getting a new field for next year. The, the field here does not have very good drainage. You see water all the way around the, the track, especially on the southern end zone on the home side. You see some water putting up, so that would be a nice improvement to look forward to. I think uh, to say it doesn't have much drainage is uh, is an understatement, but, uh, you know, it's a problem that's been here for uh, for, for several years, and it's just part of, uh, part of what the team has to deal with. But you know what? We know a fix is coming, right? Yep. Fix is coming, and it's going to be a great place to play on. It already is a great field, but it's going to be even that much better as – Coin toss will happen momentarily. Blake, we forgot our Hawaiian shirts. It's a Hawaiian shirt night in the student section. You know what? They forgot to send us the memo. Dang it. Was it jerseys last week, too? So the Eagles won the toss, and they deferred. So that's how our game will get started here. Just a little bit, as we said. These two teams matching up, one of them vying for the first win. Well, they both are, but one of them will walk out with the first win of the season. The other one will drop to 0-2 on the year. That's not the way either program wants to start their season in an 0-2 slump. Especially in these districts here. And I don't know if anyone looked at the district standings already. I happened to earlier in the week. And one thing that uh, you have to do, especially in, in your district, you got to win your games because those, those obviously count the most. And especially for Southern Boone, since we do have some 2A schools on our schedule, we got to make sure we win as many as we can. Because if you look at the second-seeded team right now is, uh, I believe, Moberly, and they got a ton of points because they played a 5A team. In the district, too, there's only one team that had a win last week of the six teams in the in the uh, Class 3, District 5 rankings only one got a win so as of right now it is very very wide open it's like we talked about last week certainly up for grabs anybody could uh, realistically have a good chance it's 
So Salter will tee it up here as he will be kicking left to right on your Show Me Sports Network app or media center, however you're tuned in. We're glad you're listening as he will be kicking again left to right here as we are just about set to be underway as he'll approach the ball. High and over end kick. More little line drive will be taken about the 10-yard line as uh, carrying it as Runge as he will be at a one tackle there. Now he'll cut to the near side still at the 20, at the 25 before he's him down there. He uh, started the game, I think, with a medium jersey, but it might be large by now as that thing got stretched out. That was enough to slow him down so the rest of the Eagles could uh, come back and, and to finish off the play. So good job by the Eagles in the coverage. They stayed in their lanes. A couple good blocks I saw by the Bulldogs, but uh, good job by the coverage to keep that two really only about a 10-yard or so return. Yeah, he did a whole lot more work than the yardage he got there. So he had to traverse both sides of the field and come back. As they will break the huddle here, does the Bulldogs. As up under center will be their third-year starting quarterback, senior Ty Sims, as they will pitch it off on the far side. And good return there as it's going to be close to 10 yards. As we'll check to see who that ball carrier is. That getting up is senior Anthony uh, Shivers, the 5-755-pound senior. Shivers is not a big guy, but he's quick. He can make you move. He's kind of got that little bit of that human joystick quality to him. That time, what we saw, we saw Mexico split out two wide receivers, which they don't do very often. They're, so they're trying to create some space to get the ball to Shivers as the option play. And, again, their quarterback's been there for three years as a starter, so he knows what he's doing. So Sims up under center again. They'll hand it off, actually fake it. He'll roll to the far side. He'll be close to that first down marker. They'll say he got right about uh, maybe three, three-and-a-half yards, enough to move the chains. Yeah, that, that was your, your, your more traditional Mexico offense. They were just... Fake the dive, quarterback keeps it, reads the end, and pitches it. And did not pitch it that time. That time he kept it and got more than enough for the first down. So ball will be spotted on the 37-yard line, Mexico's own 37-yard line, as they will be a new set of downs. They'll give it off again, carrying it is Shivers. Sorry, not Shivers. That is Morgan Grubb. Yeah, just the their, their starting tailback. Not nowhere, nowhere near the quality of the, what we saw last week, but still, he'll uh, he'll get the he'll get the few yards he need to as long as it's a little bit of hole. So that time they got five yards. So good blocking by their offensive line on the left hand side there. So they'll go second and about six here, as they'll keep it himself. Is the quarterback actually faked me out again? Gives it off down near the fifty is. Uh, Runjay, so he picks up enough to move the first down. Again, they get so close in there, it's just real hard to see if they hand it off or keep it, which is exactly what it's designed to do. Yeah, the last two plays, they've, they've run their traditional flex bone. No one split out, so a lot of people in. They almost, they're almost foot to foot. They probably got a one foot on the splits of the linemen, so it is really hard to see. And they, they do that by, by design. They want to sneak someone in there, sneak them through. So that'll be a new set of downs here. Ball spotted at the 50-yard line as nowhere up the middle this time. Defense swallowing up the ball carrier there. That is Runjay again. Yeah, great job of the DMT or defense line starting at our nose guard. Uh, Noah did a fantastic job getting off the ball, pushing the penetration, and uh, great, great play by the, the young, young man who's only a sophomore. This will bring up a 
Pitch on the other side, taking it around the corner is Shivers, and he will be across the 45 down at the 42-yard line. Yes, let's call a rocket toss there, but they try to they want to get their fast, speedy guy out in space as much as possible. So it's a really quick pitch. He gets out there in a hurry, cuts it up, and as soon as he reads the hole, and a nice gain of eight yards. Well, it kind of throws you off, too, because they've been running up the middle so much that then they split them out and take it around the far side. It'll be third and short as that will be a ball on the ground, and the Eagles will recover it as nice job of the defense to penetrate through there as coming up with it. Is that uh, Taylor with it? That's fantastic uh, defensive line. It looked like Dylan Isles got in. He He usually will have the quarterback responsibility. And he got onto the quarterback so quick that the quarterback had it at the last second, could not gather, and uh, caused the fumble. So good job by the young, uh, the young junior there. Good job by the defensive line there, a couple plays in a row. He came shooting through there, and Ben Taylor gets the football. Is in shotgun formation. Evans will pitch it off here on the near side. Bowles will have it. He's trying to work around traffic. It'll be across midfield, down around the 45-yard line. Yeah, nice good toss play there. Get the get the uh, running back out there in open field. He lets his blocker set up to kick the block out and cut it up and cut it up inside. So nice good block there. Nice good gain. Bowles averaging 8.3 yards last week. Really pretty much picking up exactly where he left off last week. That one goes for seven. So it'll be a second and three. He's in the right hip pocket is Bowles. He'll get the handoff. He'll take it straight up the middle, working far side. He'll fall forward, have the first down. Yeah, nice good power run there off the left-hand side this time. Uh, Mexico runs a 3-3 stack defense, just three uh, down linemen, three linebackers. They'll blitz a linebacker two-thirds of 70% of the time. Just like that time, they did blitz somebody, but they blitzed them to the wrong way. So good play call, good job by the offensive line picking everybody up. Southern Boone will come out here. Two receivers here on the near side. They'll have a wing on the far side as Evans will be in shotgun and just had a bull rush there as jumping off sides was Owen Payton. So that'll be encroachment on the defense. Yeah, nice, good free five yards. Good job by the offensive line. Staying still. Good job varying the snap count. That's one thing a lot of young quarterbacks uh, take a while to learn, but good job on that. So now it'll be a first and five, ball just shy of the 35-yard line as shotgun formation again. Evans will get it. They'll do the double reverse here coming around this side. Decent yardage as picking up good yardage. Kellen Ash carries it. He'll move the chains. Yeah, nice job. Uh, basically counter, app, counter option using the wings that time. Hand off to the, the wing back, the flanker slot, what you want to call it, to the right-hand side, pull a couple players. Uh, Dylan Isles did a good job of getting pulled to the right and did a good job of uh, picking up a blocker right away. Ball spot on the 26-yard line as they'll have a receiver on the near side, two on the far side. Now they'll send Taylor here on the near side as dropping back, rolling back is Evans. He's going to the far side. He's got a receiver open. That's Kellen Ash with it. He's got the first down before he spun out of bounds. So another chain mover there. Three first downs so far in this drive for Southern Boone. Just two for Mexico before they fumbled it. Excellent play call there. Nice pass play after running all those runs. The offensive line did a fantastic job of giving him plenty of time to get set and get his feet. And a nice throw. Ball on the 13-yard line as rolling out, faking it to Bowles. There's going to be a pass, and it's going to be 
just overthrown to his receiver and Ash. It'll be an incomplete pass. Yeah, it was a tough play at that time. Uh, got some pressure on the inside. So he was already designed to roll to the right. And, again, he's a left-hand quarterback, so those are, it's always hard to get your your body, your shoulders turned to make that throw. It was a little bit off due to the pressure caused by the Mexico defense. So, again, it'll be a second down and 10. Ball to 13-yard line. Clock stops, 6.43 left to go here in this opening period. Evans will be in shotgun. He'll send Taylor over to the far side. They'll have two receivers near side. There's a high snap as he's just going to have to eat it down at about the 25-yard line. Well, bad snaps. Almost as bad as a penalty that time. It went high over his head. And he needed to make the right decision to cover on the ground to make sure didn't lose possession of it in this good uh, field position. Yeah, last really. week uh, he did a really good job. I don't, rec- I don't recall any bad snaps last week. So hopefully I uh, can shake that off and we can see what we can get here. Yeah, really just went off his hands and hit the uh, grass and then just kind of died right there. So I agree. hate to lose all that yardage, but right decision just to fall on it does Evans. So it'll be a third and a lot as he will drop back. Does Evans looking downfield. He's looking for the end zone. Has Morris there. He stops. He had it in his hands, and it drops on the grass. He was double covered and just about came up with the touchdown. That was a fantastic play called. The wide receiver was wide open. He, he had double coverage, but, again, the offensive line did a great job of protecting the, the quarterback. So the quarterback got his seat, feet first, feet set to throw. Looked a little bit wobbly on there. If it would have been a little bit better spin spiral out of there, I think he would have had him. Well, he was looking for Morris here in the end zone. Again, double covered. Just could not haul it in. As they'll have three receivers here on the near side now. One up top on the far side. Again, going left to right on your Show Me Sports Network app or media center. As Evans will be in shotgun. He'll drop back looking near side. Now throw it as a little screen pass. Morris has it. He's got some blockers in front of him. He'll be tackled after he uh, gets back close to the original line of scrimmage, but that will be a turnover on downs. Yeah, nice play call. Um, at least it, it moved the ball about 15 yards in the other direction. They're going to start the ball about their 10, 15-yard line, so that was a good play to pin them deep in their side. So, well, We are going to have a hydration break here real quick, so we'll take a quick break and be back as you're listening to exclusive coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. Since 2018, Han Custom Laser Engraving LLC has been specializing in all things custom, using large format, high powered lasers. With some of the most advanced technologies on the market, anything can become a canvas. The state of the art system makes quick work of custom engraving on cups, glass, tile, wood, acrylic, metal, headstones with endless possibilities. They also offer custom one of a kind signs that are sure to make your design stand out. Find them on Facebook at Han Custom Laser Engraving or call 573 489 8732 to find out more on custom laser engraving llc a veteran owned business last sentinel firearms is your federally licensed and registered type 7 ffl manufacturer dealer in missouri providing quality products to all types of sports enthusiasts law enforcement and individuals across the nation orders are currently being fulfilled offering custom built pistols and rifles from the ar platform made right here in missouri visit their website at lastsentinelfirearms.com or call them at 417-684-7202 to find out what they've got for you last sentinel firearms you are your last line of defense. Well, both teams having a shot at it, and neither team has yet to find some points as Mexico will get it back at their own 15-yard line. There's whistles and a flag. 
the encroachment on Southern Boone. So instead of first and ten, it'll be first and five. Ball now at their 20-yard line. So that will break the huddle here. Get up under center is Sims. They'll send one in motion. As straight up the middle, Sims keeps it. He's got uh, about 10 yards or so before he's tripped up. He's across the 30 before he's taken down. That was more of a quarterback keeper on that. Again, the typical flex bone formation. Everyone all in tight. Has a look of an option, but he took that one up pretty quickly, so I'm pretty sure that was a design quarterback keeper. Yeah, he just kind of ducks his head like he's just going through the motions and then instead just pops out with it. Yeah, a lot so of traffic the coaches there. saw something, what I believe. So it'll be first and ten now as they'll send a back in motion straight up the middle as uh, getting near the first down marker. That is Runjay as he picks up decent yardage there, just kind of bobbing and weaving through. Yeah, so your basic dive veer play that time. You design go between guard and tackle wherever the play gives you. Um, good, solid, consistent runner. Nothing special. He doesn't have the, t- the breakaway speed. He's not huge, but he had both hands on the ball there, so he's good at, good at ball control. Sims heads over and wipes off those hands before he comes back. Clock rolling, 446. Ball spotted on the 42-yard line. As Sims will have the uh, handoff there, and it's going to be short, short yardage as Run Jay will pick up just barely enough to move the chains. Yeah, another quick hitting play just like they ran last time. Uh, all they needed was a couple yards for the first down, and they got it. But still, good good fill by the linebacker there. Did a good job of getting in the hole and keeping it to just a couple yards. All spotted at the 45-yard line. That'll be Mexico's 45-yard line. Sims again goes up under center. He'll take the snap. He'll pitch it off far side. That is uh, Shivers as he is going to be upended and planted right about the line of scrimmage as that was uh, Salt. Was that uh, Salter, yeah. Salter coming up to make yeah. the tackle? Good open field tackle right there. Yeah, Salter did a fabulous job of shutting the block by the wide receiver and making the play. Uh, Shivers looked like he probably probably should have ran the ball outside, but that was the rocket toss again. So he's already he's in motion. They toss it to him quickly, and he's. And he just keeps on spreading out to that right-hand side. So Sims, Great will, play. Sims will go up under center again, as he does most times. As ball beyond the uh, grass, we'll see who comes up with it. They're going to say that it stays with Mexico. Second fumble now of the game. They've lost one, got one back. Yeah, just uh, couldn't really see too well what it was. Looked like the ball was loose at the snap. So I'm gonna, I believe that was a bad quarterback center exchange. So for those who've coached Lyman in the past, you always teach the quarterback to make sure you get that hand up there high enough, if you know what I mean. So it'll be a third down here so far. Mexico is 0 for 1 on third downs. They will have it at their own 46-yard line. They'll send one in motion as they'll hand it coming here to the near side with it. That's Grubb, and he will be taken down. He'll lose yardage again. That's Mr. Carter Salter with the tackle, the 5, 175-pound senior. So that play was basically they faked the rocket toss to the right to Shivers and hand the ball off to the wing going back the other way. And Salter did a fantastic job of reading it coming up. And I'm glad he did because uh, our in linebacker did get sucked in that time. But uh, great play all around by the defense. Good job. Great plays by Salter there on back-to-back plays. 
So Morris and Ash will both be deep to receive this punt as punting will be a run J, almost a block kick as that'll take a bounce and it will be taken by Morris at about the 15-yard line. He'll stutter, step far side, cut it back here near side before he'll be across the 20, hemmed in near the 25-yard line. So that is where Southern Boone will take over as we will take a quick break and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. Hi, I'm retired Army Sergeant Trent Dirks, and I want to tell you about an organization that saved and changed my life forever. Retrieving Freedom provides highly trained service dogs to veterans with disabilities and children with autism absolutely free of charge, thanks to the generous donations and support from people just like you. Experts from Retrieving Freedom help throughout the entire process from fostering programs through service dog placement. Retrieving Freedom gave me the skilled service dog, Tracer, who has been my best friend in my lifeline. To find out more about how you can get involved, volunteer, foster, or to donate, visit their website, RetrievingFreedom.org. Retrieving Freedom, changing lives through the training and placement of service dogs for veterans with disabilities and children with autism. Well, 2.05 left here in this first quarter and still scoreless as Southern Boone will have the football at their own 24-yard line as Evans will be in shotgun. He'll have two receivers on either side of him. So he'll have one back in the backfield. I believe that is... Bowles, and we're going to have to back up as Salter just took, sorry, that's Morris, just took a step downfield. Yeah, we had three players move at the same time, and uh, you can't do that in football. So we were getting low on the clock there. Uh, if you recall, last week we had probably three or four delayed games that were uh, kind of, we got to get fixed because uh, we're not an offense where we run plays in and out. It's all signals from the sideline. So now ball will be on the 19-yard line, same formation. Well, they'll change it up here as they'll have loaded side here on the near side. They'll give it off as Bowles will have it. He'll have uh, right about three and a half, four yards there, so it'll bring up a second down. Yeah, good job of the Mexico defense, uh, number 69 on the right-hand side. He's a short guy, but he packs a pretty good weight, and he's pretty hard to move. Bowles did a fabulous job, but once he got hit, to spin to the inside to get another yard or two. So to bring up a second and 11 here, ball at the 23-yard line. So the Bruno will have two receivers far side. Have a wing here on the near side. Evans will be in shotgun. He'll have a running back to his left. He'll give it off. That's Bowles. He's trying to work around traffic. He is met quickly. Gets back to the original line of scrimmage, but no more. Yeah, we ran to tight end with the wing, which uh, which was new to the Southern Bruno offense. We hadn't seen that much in many years. but something that Coach Ross likes to do, and we basically just do a power play to that side, but we uh, miscommunication. He was blocking who? Number 16, he was lined up at an outside linebacker. Just came in and was unblocked and made a tackle for a loss of two. So we'll have uh, three receivers up top, one of them a wing, one down low. As Evans will drop back, he'll pitch it off to Bowles. They're trying to get the corner. He'll have contact after a short game. He will pick up, uh, looks like five yards, bring by fourth and five. Yeah, toss play to the left, that side. The snap was high again, but he did catch it. But it did. It still slows you down a little bit and gives the defense a chance to, to make another step. So we got to get that fixed. All on the 30-yard line clock. Under 30 seconds to go here in this first quarter as they will look over to see if they want to change out of the play. As plenty of time on the play clock. There's about a two-second difference between the game clock and the play clock. As... See if Southern Boone is going to try to run a play here. They're just going to be content to wind it down as 10 on the clock. 
Now it's continuing to wind. It looks like they're maybe just going to take it to the end of the first quarter. Three, two, one. And that will take us to the end of the first quarter as neither team scores. We're not. It's still at 0-0. Zero to zero. We'll switch into the field and be right back as you're listening to exclusive coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. Creating custom, handcrafted woodworking projects has never been easier. Become a member of Sawdust Studios and enjoy 24-7 access to a woodworker's paradise. Outfit with industry-leading, professional-grade tools, Sawdust Studios offers endless woodworking possibilities. Don't have woodworking experience? No problem, as Sawdust Studios offers affordable classes from a community of woodworkers, experienced designers, and master craftsmen. Youth classes are also offered for those junior woodworkers. For more information, search Sawdust Studios on Facebook or find them online at Sawdust Sawdust247.com. Sawdust Studios, your community woodshop. Attention Eagles fans, here's your chance to help the student-athletes of Southern Boone County by becoming a member of the Southern Boone Booster Club. Your gifts help provide all Southern Boone County athletes with a safe and positive experience while attending our school district and also help purchase items that our sports team couldn't otherwise afford. You can join the Southern Boone Booster Club this season for as little as $25. Membership is open to everyone. Interested in joining? Look them up on Facebook by searching Southern Boone Booster Club or email them at sbcathleticboosters at gmail.com. Let's go Eagles! Well, we switch into the field here as looks like Southern Boone has decided here on this fourth down maybe they ought to punt it as Ben Taylor will be in punt formation back to receive the punt will be Runjay as good punt there that's going to take a bounce and be down at the tw- at the 36 yard line great job there as uh Held neither player a chance to return it. Yeah, nice short kick that time. Uh, Shivers is back, and he's like I said before the pregame. He's the type of player that if you give him a chance to an open space, he has the ability to take it to the end zone every single time. So, nice, nice kick. wasn't terribly long, short. Let it get a good roll, about 35 yards net. So, that's a good number in high school. So they will start on the 30. Six-yard line. As up under center again is Sims. As he will pitch it off. That taking it far side is Grubb. Grubb trying to get the corner. He will do so. He won't pick up much yardage. But they made him stretch it out. Take it all the way across the field for a short gain. Did a good job on the defensive side. Uh, that side. That time there, Dylan Isles got some penetration. Stretched the play out. And basically the, the guy kept on running, running out, and basically ran out of bounds for only one-yard gain. So it's a good job of the defense stringing the play out as they were trying to get to the outside. Yeah, they took it to the far side of the field, so he did have a lot of grass to run through. So it'll be, bring up a second and nine. As up under center again is Sims. They'll send one in motion. As Sims will give it off to the first man through. That is uh, Runjay, and he will pick up uh, decent yardage. What about five yards? Bring up a third down. Yeah, smash bounce. In between tackles that time, running up. This is where they've had the bulk of their of their success tonight is running in between the tackles. So when they've tried to get outside, it's when they've had some problems. So it'll be interesting how they play this the rest of the first half here. So that'll bring up a third and a long three. And Sims up under center. He'll have a full house backfield. He'll give it off and straight up the middle. 
is Runjay, and he's going to be short. He'll have it at the 45-yard line, about a yard and a half short. It's basically the same play. Instead of this time, they ran to the right versus the left, and this time the Eagles defense stepped up a little bit better. Good penetration by the defensive line there. Noah Rice in the middle did a good job of clogging things up, and good job of the linebackers coming in and fill and wrapping up. Uh, you said it right. They just clogged up the middle. Nowhere for him to go with it. The officials having a conversation here at uh, at the 45. Not sure what their discussion is, but defense having that uh, those black jerseys just clogging up the middle. Nowhere for him to go through. Kind of the time you think, too, that they uh, maybe think about the rocket toss because they've run a lot inside. This will be a fourth down. Sims will be up under center. As he's trying to draw the defense off, they do not jump. And a timeout called. So first timeout comes with 10-12 left here in this second quarter. So we'll take a quick break and be back. Defense stays alert, does not jump off sides to give them the new set of downs. We'll take a quick break and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage Southern Boone County Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. In today's world, injury prevention is at the top of everyone's list. However, heat-related occurrences get routinely overlooked. Zealous WBGT puts that front and center. By using cutting-edge formulas and technology, Zealous WBGT streamlines and simplifies obtaining and documenting wet bulb globe temperature readings. With a simple touch of a button, you can check WBGT anywhere in the world. Receiving alerts when the WBGT goes over the threshold you select. Join the stress-free way to protect student-athletes, employees, and overall operations from extreme heat by downloading the free Zealous WBGT app today. Save time, save money, save lives with Zealous WBGT. So the defense doing a nice job, not jumping off sides, not giving free yardage, as that is something that will give a coach gray hair for sure. As Run Jay should be in punt formation, he will be back. There's a uh, almost a blocked kick as they are going to get running into the punter, so that. Should be a new set of downs as mental mistake there. That's something we talked about with head coach for the Eagles and Mark Ross is those mental mistakes. You've got to be smarter than that. Yeah, automatic first down there. Fourth and one at the 50. That really got a gift there, the fact that they weren't going to go for it. Um, as fast as that first quarter went, I don't think we're each team's going to get too many chances to have the ball tonight. So I'm shocked they didn't go for it, especially with a good, good running hard quarterback that they do have. Yeah, that's an unfortunate break right there because, as you said, new set of downs, and uh, the defense just was was on par, stayed awake, and knew what they were doing, didn't jump off sides, would have had the ball back. So it will be a new set of downs as it will be ball on midfield, so just touching the nose of the football, just touching the white stripe there, just on top of the Eagles logo at midfield as Sims will again be up under center as he does all night. They load up this near side as they'll pitch it off. Toss coming this way to Grubb as that's not Grubb. That is Shivers, and he'll be ushered out of bounds after he gains uh, four or five yards. They'll say three yards as the official just kept walking back with it. Uh, basically, as you rock a toss to, the, uh, to our side, to the right side, and fantastic uh, job by the Eagles defense getting out there, stretching the play out to the sideline. Anytime you're holding to only a three yards on a rocket toss to Mr. Shivers, that's a pretty good play there. So good job of the defense stretching things out. Yeah, that's the thing is that they've tried to lull you asleep inside, then bust it outside. And Sims will pop up now as think he's going to try, maybe change the play. 
So they'll bring back Mr. Grubb and put him back behind the line. Now they'll send him in motion again. And quick hand up, wrapped up, short yardage there as that one was Runjay. He got maybe a yard there to bring up a third down. Defense not fooled right there. Yeah, just straight up the gut there. Excellent job by Teller, that linebacker coming up and filling that hole quickly. Good job by the defense front there. So this will bring up a third and six ball at the 46-yard line of the Eagles. Defense trying to be called upon again. Still scoreless, 9.50 and counting here. Double zeros on both sides of the scoreboard under the home and the guest on the scoreboard. So third down as they'll fake the pitch, and that one is going to be blocked in the backfield, and that was just a busted play. Penetration there. See who that was coming through there. Was that Rice? Was that Noah? Uh, well, actually, it looks like Aiden Young got in there first. And actually, the entire line got back there pretty good. They ran a four-man four man down line that time. Excellent penetration. They were trying to run some misdirection, some counter that time, and we just got excellent penetration. Uh, that play. Yeah, that was a uh, just not a, a clean counter at all as there was black jerseys back there among the white jerseys causing a little havoc. As Runjay will be in punt formation, that one's going to be high end over end kick as calling for a fair catch is going to be Morris, and he will catch it. Phil Ford stumbled just a little bit, but he will get it just shy of the 20-yard line. Yeah, nice high kick that time. That's the, the best punt I've seen tonight from them coming into the game. Yeah, uh, the according to the scouting report, might be the best one this season. Exactly. Scouting report showed that the uh, awful lot of lo- low kicks. So we had a couple that were almost, but uh, almost doesn't count. But, uh, no, good job by the uh, Mexico punt team that time. So Southern Boone will take over on their own 19-yard line, 841 on the clock as They'll change a little personnel here. Evans will be in shotgun formation. Two receivers far side, one here on the near side. They have the wing over there as well. They'll give it to Bowles. He's working far side, trying to bounce it out. Second wave will get to him after he's tripped up quickly. He'll gain about a yard. Yeah, not many holes that time. We're trying to get off to the right-hand side, more of a power play. Unfortunately, we just could not get the defensive line moved off. And uh, 42, their linebacker, did a great job of filling that play, keeping it to pretty much just a one-yard gain. So second and nine now for the Eagles as ball spotted on the 20-yard line. As they'll have two receivers and a wing here on the near side, a receiver split up top. As Evans will drop back, he'll roll to the near side here. He's looking, he's got his receiver and Taylor. He's at the 30, 35, still on his feet. He'll be pushed out near the 40-yard line. So good play there, just uh, nothing fancy, just a little backyard Football right there, just playing a little well, catch. That's using our quarterback strength that time. Again, we talked about he's left-handed. Not a lot of not a lot of people teams have seen that week in, week out. So design, roll him out to the left, give him plenty of time, get his feet set, a nice strike, nice play. So they'll load up the other side now as the Eagles have a new first down. They'll give it off to Bowles. He's up the middle. He's got five yards. He'll be tripped up across the 40 as he was booking its way through. Yeah, nice counter action that time, pulling the guard or tackle from the left to the right. Did a good job of making that turn, getting a good wall inside. Nice uh, solid gain, three, four yards. Also bring up a second and we'll say six. Long five or short six, however you want to look at it. So they will have the ball just across the 40-yard line as Evans will be in shotgun again. He'll 
Move his back to his right heel pocket. They'll give it to him as straight up the middle. That is Bowles. He'll have a short yardage, maybe a one yard on the play. Well, the coaches must have found something they like up here because that's the same play from the right to the left. That time, though, again, Mexico defense is being pretty stingy on the, on the run here. Clogging up the lanes really good. Linebackers are flying to the ball pretty well. The linebackers, they start out about five yards deep. Like we mentioned in the pregame, there's always one blitz in pretty much every play. Clock under seven minutes to go here. Ball at the 43-yard line. High snap, but got it down as Evans. He throws to his receiver across midfield. Got the first down. Nice quick throw. They sent uh, two linebackers that time, so they're rushing five. Decent job picking them up, but uh, still a little pressure on the right-hand side. So nice job sitting speaking with the ball thrown. Nice first down, nice play. That is uh, was completed to Morris as now the Eagles are one for three on third downs. That is unofficially their fourth first down on the day as ball across midfield at the 49. That'll be the 49 of Mexico. Neither team has yet to score. Eagles trying to punch it in first. So have twins either way. Dropping back is Evans. He's going to he's gonna stutter step, roll to the near side. That pass is going to oh. be intercepted as uh, telegraphed it all the way. Run J will intercept it, go across the 40 into Southern Boone territory, be out uh, right about the 37-yard line. That was a beautiful play by their defensive back that time. He, he read it. Did a great job of getting up at the highest possible point to catch that ball. And nice return there. So great job of the defense. Pressure coming from the right side. Rolled out to the left. Young, The young quarterback's got to get used to knowing when he just needs to take that and throw it away. Or that he can run the ball pretty well. Take it up and run it himself. We're going to take a quick break here and be back as you're listening to exclusive coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. Hello, Blake Gazaway here with the Show Me Sports Network. I've had the opportunity to have some amazing calls, including overtime touchdowns, walk-off home runs, and buzzer-beating baskets. But I've answered another call. That's to serve my community as a volunteer firefighter. Stop and think what would happen if your home or property caught fire and no one was there to put it out. Every day, volunteer firefighters not only save lives and property, but also respond to other emergencies. Nearly two-thirds of our nation's fire departments are manned by volunteer firefighters. And because of this, we simply need more volunteers to step up and answer the call. Stop by or contact your local fire department and see how you can become a volunteer firefighter today. I answered the call to serve my community. Will you? Well, on the change of possession, they stop the clock and give the players a hydration break. As clock stops, 6-12 left to go here in this second quarter again. Double zeros to the left and to the right under the visitor and under the home team. So we have had a uh, battle so far here, and we anticipated that was going to be the case. And uh, this ball game has lived up to uh, pretty much everything we thought it was going to be. Exactly. There has been some quite a few low-scoring games between these two teams in the past uh, few years. So Mexico's not typically known to put up a ton of points. And the way they, they play their offense, the def- defense they play, typically – leads to more lower-scoring games. This is the sixth matchup between the two teams. Southern Boone leads the series 3-2. to two. And so give a handoff straight up the middle, trying to push the pile, still pushing the pile. It's going to get uh, short yardage. Believe that. Uh, we'll see who gets up. That was uh, Runjay with it. Looks like Inslee. Yeah, Inslee, the young freshman, has played a great two games so far. Again, true freshman. He's been playing. I guess they're all true freshmen in high school, aren't they? 
But uh, he's been played, stuck the hole really well, made his read, good tackle, wrapped up, which let the his rest of his defensive team come and finish the play. So nice play by the freshman. So now to bring up a second and seven. Ball at the 35-yard line. As uh, given it straight up the middle and tackled quickly. The defense swarming to the ball after short yardage. Great play that time. Uh, Noah Rice did a fantastic job at getting off the ball and uh, right where the ball was going to. And the linebackers, Taylor especially, got in there. Did a fantastic job of racking up. So defense is good. We'll be a little stiffer here right now. Like we said, they just lull you to sleep, keep running it down your throat, in the middle, in the middle, and then try the uh, rocket outside. As there's going to be a sack in the backfield, taken down at the 40, as coming through with the sack, that is Ben Taylor with the sack as it'll be up a long fourth down now. Fantastic call by Coach Gares, the defensive coordinator. He uh, blitzed the... Uh, Mr. Taylor straight up the middle, no one to block him, and he's nice and quick and fast and was all over the quarterback before he knew it. That's a big time. Great play call by Coach Garris. Big time play call right there to dial up the defense and big time execution by the defense as first sack of the game for Southern Boone as Run Jay will be in punt formation deep back to receive. That is Morris, I believe. Deep back to receive, standing uh, about his five-yard line. There's going to be a uh, high punt. It'll be taken at just outside the 10 as Morris will have it, trying to bob and weave his way. He'll get to the 20, and he'll be taken down there. That time the defense, that time, uh, was playing it safe. They didn't blitz it or rush the punter at all. Looks like they were playing for a fake, and uh, plenty of time for the punter to get a nice kickoff uh, pretty good job fielding the ball but protecting the ball and get a nice little gain out of it so good job for the eagles defense that time and let's see if we can't get these goose eggs off the scoreboard yeah as much as i like to see a good punt that has a lot of pressure to it i think that was the right call to play it safe make sure they weren't going to fake it as they were in their neck of the woods they might think about that as Evans will be in shotgun, he'll have trips up top, one down low. He'll keep it himself, trying to roll on the far side. He'll get the corner, still trying to cut the corner. Now he'll pick up about five yards before he's ushered out of bounds. Yeah, design quarterback keeper sweep there. Um, haven't run that much this year so far, but uh, pull, pull the guard from the left to right. That would be Dylan Isles. He did a good job getting up there, getting getting a block, but a uh, good job by the Mexico linebackers and secondary to cause some pressure to string that ball out of bounds. So it is just going to be a three-yard gain. So ball at the 23-yard line will bring up second and seven. Trips down on the near side, one on the far side, as Evans will go up and get the high snap. Now he'll pitch it off to his back, trying to cut around traffic. He'll be taken down just shy of the 30, as carrying the ball there was Bowles again. Bowles made a lot out of that play because he had he got two deep defenders right on him pretty quickly. That was a toss to uh, the near side of the field. He did a good job running, splitting those two defenders and getting a good five, six yards after contact. So good job. Um, that very easily could have been a no-gain play. You're right about that. So it'll be, again, three receivers far side, one near side. Evans in shotgun. He'll get the snap. He'll give it off to his oh. running back in bowls, and he has quickly swallowed up right there by the sea of white jerseys with the red numerals. He'll lose yardage. It'll bring up a fourth down. I'm not sure if we had a miscommunication on that that time. The lineman on the left side decided to pull to the right, and we ran right to there. 
And two deep, and there's a right there all over the ball. So I'm not sure if that was a miscommunication from our inexperienced offensive line or not. Under three minutes to go here in the first half. It's going to be a fourth down and three to go. Ball on the Southern Moon 27-yard line. They've got five wide receivers as it'll be a little pooch kick. Kind of suspected that. Good kick right there by Evans. Is this going to bounce? Roll inside the 35 and be down there. Really expect that from him. Can't say I was shocked. If I did, I'd be lying. Yeah, that was the right call. You're fourth down and two on your side of the field. You got a 0-0 game. Uh, yeah, nice good kick. They didn't have anybody back, and that's probably one of the reasons why they, the sidelines said, yeah, go ahead and kick him. They have nobody back. So if you can do that, you have a good chance to get a good roll on it. So um, that's how that play is designed. They had the, the punter slash quarterback looks over the sideline to see what the def- what the coaches want them to do. The ball spotted at the 33-yard line, so not a bad punt considering ball was on his own 27-yard line. So it'll set up a new set of downs for Mexico. 2.35 left on the clock in this first half. As uh, pitch off here on the near side trying to get the corner is Shivers. He will tightrope. Still on his feet. He'll be near the 40-yard line before he's pushed out of bounds there. He'll pick up uh, seven yards. Yeah, that's the option using Shivers in motion this time. Quarterback made the appropriate read, pitched off. I thought we were going to have him for a gain of one or two, but uh, good job by Shivers to stay in bounds and miss the first tackle and get a good game. Yeah, he just kind of tight roped over there and was able to pick up seven yards. It'll bring up a second and short. Second and uh, short here is clock under two as they'll pitch it off far side. That's new player in the game. He's going to be cut down way back in the backfield. That new ball carrier, that is Drew Dement, the freshman, trying to take it the far side. Fantastic play by Jennings there on the right-hand side, uh, using a different player than Shivers in motion that time. And this fantastic penetration by by Mr. Jennings playing that outside linebacker who plays really close to the line of scrimmage. Did a fabulous job getting in and good tackle. Southern Moon will call a timeout here as they're trying to preserve a little bit of clock here with a third down now. Clock stopped 145. Again, neither team has yet to find the end zone and put some points up. It's been a battle so far. That's really what we expected, and it has not let us down as these two teams very much evenly matched for Mexico. They lost some key players last year, but I think, too, for Southern Boone, we talked about it last week. We talked about it in the pregame. We've talked about it so far in this game, but that shows the improvement that they've had. The year, the uh, players, these, uh, as you talked about, some of the true freshmen, even some of the true sophomores, they were starting last year, didn't have a lot of experience. They've seen football now another year they've seen friday night lights football another year and it just shows that much improvement on their part yeah like i said and on top of that you know uh sophomore Aiden young's played a lot of competitive basketball so he's used to being in the thick of things so i can't you know mr Ensley has done a phenomenal job playing pretty much the entire game on defense in uh in a down position at a defensive end on a four-man line so we have switched to three to four we've run a lot of four uh, in this uh, first half. So that'll bring up a third and seven. Clock stopped, a minute 45 left to go here in this first quarter. As they'll fake uh, run to the far side, now bring him back is Mr. Dement. Now he'll get set as they've changed their running back core a little bit as uh, they will give it oh, wow. a big hole there across midfield and down near the 45. That's a quick veer that time to the left-hand side, runs between guard and tackle where the hole is. Did a fantastic job by their offensive line of making a big hole. So good job there. Nothing fancy. 
And that uh, that's certainly the spark that you don't want your opponent to have. Under a minute and a half to go now. As up under center again is Sims. He'll send a man in motion. That's Shivers. They'll hand it to the first man through. It'll be short yardage there. It's crashing down just straight up the gut. Yeah, that play there, they split both their uh, ends out and kind of spread things out, make it to appear that they're going to pass the ball. But, again, they're, they're not a very good passing team. They're a run team first and foremost, and uh, they try to kind of be a little bit sneaky, but good job by Noah on the inside as well as it uh, looks like Teller did a good job of filling the hole. So second and seven under a minute to go. They are going to throw it. Pass is going to be intercepted as taken on the far side with it. And the Eagles have it across midfield working here on the near side as they will get the interception. Getting that, who gets up with that? Is that uh, McKee? That is Tristan McKee. Nice job by the defense that time. Mexico just did a quick uh, three-step drop that time. They're trying to get the ball on a quick end to the wide receiver. Throw was not very good. It was high, tipped in the air. And if we, if any of you watched the Mizzou Tigers play last night, there were a lot of tip ball interceptions, and we saw the exact same thing. Yep, that's why you practice the tip drill in practice, so you're ready for when the game happens. That ball is anybody's ball. So now the Eagles are fired up. 44.2 seconds left. Twin receivers either side. Evans will throw a quick pass out to the far side as weaving around traffic. Is that McKee again with it? Nice quick pass out, spread them out, four, four wide. So good quick pass, good gain. Would like to have got out of bounds, but did not. That is McKee under 30 seconds to go now as they're trying to get set trips here on the near side, one far side. A lot of time has been taken off the clock. Evans dropping back. He'll have to step up in the pocket, looking downfield. He'll get his receiver, and Morris, he'll be tackled. He'll say, did he stay in bounds? Did he go out? We got a very favorable uh, spot there, got him out of bounds. I think he was still inside. But I do, too. He's going to be down uh, at the 30. Good pass rush, good pressure, but they only sent three that time in their fourth linebacker. They blitz, so Evans had a good chance to come up in the pocket, get his feet set. He could have ran it for a lot, too, but that was the right decision. Get out to the sideline, hopefully get a chance to get out of bounds, which he did. But I guess they – I think they said he didn't get out of bounds because okay. Southern Boone I calls a timeout. I thought they said he got out as well. I thought he did, but he, to me, looked like he was inbound. So, um, good call by the referees there. The play before, you know, we went from two on each, two split each side to, to trips, and it took a long time to get the players reset on that time. So, we probably lost a good five six, five to six seconds there by getting the people in the right spot. So, thirteen point eight seconds left on the clock. As time winding down here in this first half of action, neither team has yet to score. Last year when these two teams matched up, it was all uh, Mexico as they won by a 32-7 score. So that timeout, the second of three used for Southern Moon, so they still have one more in their back pocket if they were to need it here as they're trying to punch it in, take the lead right before halftime. Most importantly, they get the ball to start the second half as well, so they get a two-for-one possession opportunity here as they'll have three receivers near side, one up top. As Evans will come in from the sidelines. He's in shotgun, has Bowles standing behind him. He'll survey the defense, call out the cadence. He'll get the snap, dropping back, looking downfield. Now he's going to scramble to the far side. He's going to keep it himself. Now he'll throw it wide open as McKee will get it. He'll be in for the touchdown as he takes it from 30 yards out. And he puts the Eagles on the board. 
first at six to nothing. Fantastic play by the junior quarterback there. He got a little bit of pressure on the inside. They only send four, but he worked his way out to the right, and as soon as he went to the right, their defense, there's two of them, came up and left a wide open defender. Good job on the pass, nice and soft. Didn't try to force it in there. Excellent decision by the junior quarterback. So now Carter Salter will be on to try the PAT as he says he's ready. Snap is down, kick is up, and it looks straight through, and it is. And just like that, the Eagles have taken a 7-0 lead with 4.7 seconds left to go here in this first half of action. As they strike first, it goes as a 30-yard touchdown pass play. As really, you just couldn't draw it up any better than that. That was a great job, great execution by the offensive linemen, by the wide receivers. McKee knew as soon as he saw his defender go up, as soon as he saw the quarterback roll out there, that uh, go to the open spot in the field. He did a fantastic job catching the ball and running it in. Excellent decision by the quarterback that time to uh, make, get some time. He scrambled to get time to throw. And uh, just their defenders, Mexico defenders, were in kind of no man's land. They were too, too far away to get to the quarterback. and But uh, you have to do something. So good job. Good play calls. Good job by the offense. Good execution. Well, you know what, too, there for McKee, he did a great job of – you know, staying in where the defender had to commit to step up because if, if the defender doesn't step up and think about Evans running it, he's probably going to take it 30 yards for the touchdown. So he breaks off of the block, lets the defender go by, and then he's open for that 30-yard touchdown pass as the Eagles strike first. It took them all, most all of the first half of action, but 4.7 seconds left. But that's what they needed to strike first as Salter will kick a little pooch kick. It'll bounce. And it'll be taken by one of the up men across the 30-yard line. So we'll have one more play here. We'll see what happens. I'm imagining going to try to do something and get the ball into Mr. Shivers' hands. He's their most explosive offensive weapon. Um, unfortunately, if it's uh, through a pass, they're not, they're not very good at the passing game right now. So the ball spotted at the 31-yard line of Mexico. They will have... 4.3 seconds, or sorry, yeah, 4.3 seconds on the clock to work with here before we go into halftime. As the Eagles strike first, they lead by a score of 7 to nothing. Ball on the 31-yard line as Sims will be up under center as his M.O. He'll squat down, get the snap. They'll give it to the first man through, the only man through. Short, short yardage there. Barely got a yard, and that will end the quarter as that'll take us to halftime as Southern Boone County leading by a score of 7 to nothing. We'll take a quick break and be back with our halftime show as you're listening to exclusive coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. Running out of some of your favorite Avon products and haven't seen an Avon brochure in quite some time? No need to worry. Avon Independent Sales Representative Michelle Carty can help with your skin so soft, makeup, jewelry, fragrance, and skin care needs. Avon now carries cleaning supplies, clothing, daily essentials, and several small LG electronic items. You now have the opportunity to shop online 24-7 and have your order shipped directly to your front door by shopping with Michelle at mcarty.avonrepresentative.com. 
www.avonconservative.com or find her on Facebook by searching Avon Carty. At the Boone County Journal, we're with you all the way. We know that you're more than just a subscriber. You're an employer. You're a parent. You're a neighbor. Most importantly, you're a community member. It's our goal to provide you with the latest news, sports, opinions, obituaries, classifieds, and more to keep you informed about your community. To find out more about the Boone County Journal or to subscribe, call 573-657-2334 or visit bocojo.com. The Boone County Journal, we're with you all the way. At Centurion Cares, for more than three decades, their focus has been on exceeding customer expectations for contact center software solutions. Their innovative communication solutions include utility interactive voice response software that allows for smart communication features that let your utility deliver superior customer service 24-7. They also provide other streamlined services like automatic call distribution, automated customer callback, reporting, and quality assurance. To find out more about how Centurion Cares can help your business, call them at 727-421. 5300 or look them up online at centurioncares.com centurion cares innovative communication solutions the following public service announcement is brought to you by the eddie goodell society jefferson city chapter 10 doing little things to make a big difference want to make a big difference in your community be kind to others drive safely and put litter in its proper place Join us in celebrating Eddie Goodell's historic Major League appearance as a member of the St. Louis Browns by doing something nice for someone today. Take the walk, Eddie! Since 2018, Han Custom Laser Engraving LLC has been specializing in all things custom, using large format, high-powered lasers with some of the most advanced technologies on the market. Anything can become a canvas. The state-of-the-art system makes quick work of custom engraving on cups, glass, tile, wood, acrylic, metal, headstones with endless possibilities. They also offer custom one-of-a-kind signs that are sure to make your design stand out. Find them on Facebook at Han Custom Laser Engraving or call 573-489-8732 to find out more on custom laser engraving llc a veteran owned business well we're at halftime as the band will come on to perform here entertain everybody that has made their way to the ball to the uh, ballpark here as we'll have our halftime show need to write one thing down here and then i'll be ready as we'll take a look at your halftime scoring summary you got to say, this is just about the quickest halftime scoring summary we'll have, hopefully all year, but that we've had in a while. As just one score on the board, that came with 4.7 seconds left in the uh, right before halftime in the second quarter. As a 30-yard touchdown pass from Evans to McKee, that made it a 6-0 ball game. Carter Salter came on for the PAT. It was right down the central. That made it, made it a 7-0 lead in favor of Southern Boone. That was a four-play, 46-yard drive for the uh, for the Eagles to take the lead as they lead by a score of 7-0 in the first half. We had uh, neither team scoring, and then it took almost all of the second quarter in order for somebody to get that. Of course, that's set up by the interception that the Eagles had as Ben Taylor came up with the interception for Southern Boone that gave them the ball at the 46-yard line of Mexico. Again, in the first half, we only saw in the 12 minutes of play, there were four possessions. Started off with Mexico. They went uh, 
they went seven plays and then fumbled it, and uh, Southern Boone recovered it. And then uh, turnover on downs for Southern Boone. That was a nine-play drive that then they turned it over on downs. Then Mexico had a seven-play drive that stalled out. They had to punt it away. And then Southern Boone had a four-play drive that they had to punt. They actually punted into, uh, that was the first play of the second quarter. They started on their own 24, but then had a uh, five-yard penalty that backed them up to their own 19. And then, uh, of course, Mexico took the punt. They went eight plays. They had a punt themselves. Then Southern Boone got it back on their own 19-yard line. They went eight plays before they threw an interception. Then Mexico got it back on the 38-yard line of Southern Boone after that interception. And then they proceeded to have to punt as they went three and out. Southern Boone got it back. They went three and out and punted. Mexico got it. They went five plays, then threw that interception. When it was all said and done, Southern Boone able to capitalize, take it 46, uh, take it 30 yards for the touchdown, but 46 yards over four plays to score the touchdown. And then, uh, of course, Mexico got it back for one play there as uh, they ran it straight up the middle, got short, short yardage, but that is how we stand here at halftime. As we knew coming into this that it was going to be a dogfight, we just didn't think it was going to be maybe this much of a dogfight with most of the first half having double zeros on the scoreboard, but... That is why we get out and we play the game to see how things are going to shake out and what's going to happen as uh, both teams in the locker room here getting some adjustments and some uh, halftime uh, pep talks and all those things. As we said, Southern Moon leading by a score of 7 to nothing. As we'll take a quick break here and then be back. Mike's working hard on getting some uh, scores for halftime. So we'll take a quick break and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Southern Moon County Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. Last Sentinel Firearms is your federally licensed and registered Type 7 FFL manufacturer dealer in Missouri, providing quality products to all types of sports enthusiasts, law enforcement, and individuals across the nation. Orders are currently being fulfilled, offering custom-built pistols and rifles from the AR platform made right here in Missouri. Visit their website at lastsentinelfirearms.com or call them at 417-684-7202 to find out what they've got for you. Last Sentinel Firearms, you are your last line of defense. Hi, I'm retired Army Sergeant Trent Dirks, and I want to tell you about an organization that saved and changed my life forever. Retrieving Freedom provides highly trained service dogs to veterans with disabilities and children with autism absolutely free of charge, thanks to the generous donations and support from people just like you. Experts from Retrieving Freedom help throughout the entire process from fostering programs through service dog placement. Retrieving Freedom gave me the skilled service dog, Tracer, who has been my best friend in my lifeline. To find out more about how you can get involved, volunteer, foster, or to donate, visit their website, retrievingfreedom.org. Retrieving Freedom, changing lives through the training and placement of service dogs for veterans with disabilities and children with autism. Creating custom, handcrafted woodworking projects has never been easier. Become a member of Sawdust Studios and enjoy 24-7 access to a woodworker's paradise. Outfit with industry-leading, professional-grade tools, Sawdust Studios offers endless woodworking possibilities. Don't have woodworking experience? No problem, as Sawdust Studios offers affordable classes from a community of woodworkers, experienced designers, and master craftsmen. Youth classes are also offered for those junior woodworkers. For more information, search Sawdust Studios on Facebook or find them online at Sawdust Sawdust247.com. Sawdust Studios, your community woodshop. 
Attention Eagles fans, here's your chance to help the student-athletes of Southern Boone County by becoming a member of the Southern Boone Booster Club. Your gifts help provide all Southern Boone County athletes with a safe and positive experience while attending our school district and also help purchase items that our sports team couldn't otherwise afford. You can join the Southern Boone Booster Club this season for as little as $25. Membership is open to everyone. Interested in joining? Look them up on Facebook by searching Southern Boone Booster Club or email them at sbcathleticboosters at gmail.com. Let's go Eagles! In today's world, injury prevention is at the top of everyone's list. However, heat-related occurrences get routinely overlooked. Zealous WBGT puts that front and center. By using cutting-edge formulas and technology, Zealous WBGT streamlines and simplifies obtaining and documenting wet bulb globe temperature readings. With a simple touch of a button, you can check WBGT anywhere in the world, receiving alerts when the WBGT goes over the threshold you select. Join the stress-free way to protect student-athletes, employees, and overall operations from extreme heat by downloading the free Zealous WBGT app today. Save time, save money, save lives with Zealous WBGT. Hello, Blake Gasway here with the Show Me Sports Network. I've had the opportunity to have some amazing calls, including overtime touchdowns, walk-off home runs, and buzzer-beating baskets. But I've answered another call. That's to serve my community as a volunteer firefighter. Stop and think what would happen if your home or property caught fire and no one was there to put it out. Every day, volunteer firefighters not only save lives and property, but also respond to other emergencies. Nearly two-thirds of our nation's fire departments are manned by volunteer firefighters. And because of this, we simply need Need more volunteers to step up and answer the call. Stop by or contact your local fire department and see how you can become a volunteer firefighter today. I answered the call to serve my community. Will you? Well, we're still at halftime here. As we've yet to see either team make their way out to the field here. I'll double check, make sure they didn't sneak on there as... They have a lot to talk about here at halftime as uh, just a 7 to nothing ball game in favor of Southern Boone. Mike's been working hard on getting some scores for us. I think he's about done with that while he's finishing up that. Of course, the Missouri Tigers, they got underway last night as uh, they got the 52-24 win at home. They played at uh, Faroe Field at Memorial Stadium, got the 52-24 win over Louisiana Tech. That uh, ended up being a, a good game for them. They looked pretty sharp. They've got some areas they got to work on, but they looked pretty sharp. Of course, the Chiefs, they'll be in action, not this weekend, but in uh, two weeks they will be on September 11th. They'll start. That is at on the road. They'll play at the Cardinals at a 325 kickoff start time. So that's one of those days we get to watch a whole lot of football. Oh, I can't wait. Love this time of the year. All right, so scores we got so far. We got Osage playing Moberly. Moberly is up 22 to 14. California Pintos is up 20 to 0 over Fulton right now. Boonville's having a nice bounce back game against Marshall. Uh, 27 to nothing is their score. Uh, Blair Oaks, I'll give them credit. They they play whoever will be willing to play them. You know, they play Maryville every year. Maryville's a pretty good play uh, program. They're playing Lutheran North tonight from St. Louis Private School who uh, is well known for having a lot of uh, kids going on to the Division One. So at 7-0, Blair Oaks is up over Lutheran North right now. Yeah, Hallsville Centralia are playing to a 12-12 tie right now. Hallsville did get up 12-0 on that one, so nice job coming back from Centralia. Jeff City Jays and Hannibal, uh, no score on that game. 
Capital City, 19-18 over Battle right now. Helias is up 10-0 over the Hickman Cupies. Rockbridge is up, up 28-0 over Sedalia. Sedalia, a pretty good big win last week, so we can see how uh, so good good turnaround for Rockbridge after all three schools there lost. Uh, let's see, we got uh, Fowler Tolton winning 21-7. Russville's up 13-0 or 13-6 over Van Farr. And at the very, very bottom, Blake did me a solid one. <laughs> I did. He I thought about Camerton you. on there. Kickapoo is up 14-3 to right now over Camerton. Kickapoo has uh, got a pretty good team there this year. So that would be definitely one of the, the tougher teams. So uh, the, I guess the good thing about having a fast-moving clock and a fast-moving first half, we don't have as many scores as it is normal. So we'll see how we do by four. So this game's certainly going a lot faster than last week. Well, when you only have uh, four possessions in the first quarter, that makes it go pretty quickly. Again, that's what surprised me when I said when they had fourth and one at the 47-ish yard line, I was shocked to see that they didn't go for it. Um, as, as good as they've been able to run the ball, that that's still shocking in a game like this. That uh, but, but roughing the kicker on that and gave their coach a, a chance to take that one back. Yeah, I mean, it, it still went in their favor. However however they drew it up, it was unconventional, but still worked for them. Right. And, uh, you know, some of these scores, like, sounds like we're not the only good game that's going on. There's several around the area, which is, is great. And I've been meaning to put your uh, your your Lakers on there, but I just keep – I, well, I, I appreciate it's taken that. Me, it's taken me a season and two yeah. games to remember it. Well, well, this is a good chance to kind of discuss how the, the district scoring goes. So, obviously, you get you get points for winning. You get points for by your margin of victory up to a certain point. So you, you can't blow someone out and get more points than, you know, it's basically a, a, a 15-point win is the same as a 50-point win. Mm-hmm. Now, where it hurts us, Tri-County Conference, we have some 2A schools. Blair Oaks dropping the 2A will actually hurt us a little bit, as we'll play in California, as we'll play in Versailles. We don't play any team that's in 4A. Mexico Moberly, they don't play any 2A teams at all. They play a lot of teams 4A and 5A because of their conference. They play schools like Hannibal. They'll play Helias and things of that nature. So um, we will probably have to be a full game, a full win above Mexico Moberly to be able to be, be seated above them because that's the way that works out. And now Fulton and Boonville, of course, in the same conference as us, so they'll have the same issues that we have, so they'll be penalized. But certainly, Mobile and Mexico will have, uh, my guesstimates are a good full win ahead of us that we need to win by. So don't be alarmed when you see later this season, you see uh, Mobile and Mexico having a worse one-loss record but be having a higher ranking. So that's a... Uh, very important that we get these wins when we can, when we right. when we have the chance. Yeah, you're exactly right on that, and that's kind of what uh, what we talked about in the pregame conversation with head coach Mark Ross. Is districts are important, but you've got to control the things that you can control. You know, there, there's a certainly a lot of things you hope happen. You hope this, you hope that, but at the end of the day, you got to start with the things you can control. You got to show up and do your job do what you're here to do and take care of yourself first because most of those scenarios if, if you don't win then they're they're null and void right, because doesn't it doesn't matter because you're further down in a hole than when you started so it starts with the things that you can control and yourself you get the win then you say well i hope this happens but most importantly you get those wins that you need and and that's really you know you talk to coaches 
that understand the game, that have been around the game, you know, a long time, you think of a long time, but sometimes it's just how well they understand the game that winning solves the problems, right. solves those those seeding issues that you would have to say this and this. If this happens, then this moves, that moves. This team jumps, that team. This team falls here. But if you simply you win your games, you come out, you do your jobs, it solves a lot of that, and then there's no question and about all it. Five, all six of these, all, the, all five of the other teams are going to be close. Fulton. Probably is going to be the bottom of, uh, you know, they just uh, just have some bad luck. But the other teams, we're all going to be all five pretty equal. When it's all said and done, I don't think there's going to be a huge difference in record and points scored and win differential between those other five teams. So very, very important to when you do play them and you you have the opportunity, you need to get that win. Absolutely. That's that's just the cure-all for a lot of things is when you have the chance, you got to get that win because if we look at this, you know, several games from now, or say at the end of the season, I think that's. I mean, that's going to be that's going to be the the team that's that's uh, you know the the front runner that's won the race of sorts to say is the one that that put together those games that counted that made them made them count the most. That's what's going to separate them and get that first round by, which again is is important because you know these guys their their bodies are sore. They've been hurting all week. Um, now, Coach Ross said this was about the healthiest team that he had um, coming out of week one. But, you know, we fast forward. There's there's some big uglies, big nasties down uh, on the uh, Mexico uh, on both sides of the ball. So, you know, having that week to, to scheme, to give the guys some rest and to work, that, that surely, you know, pays a lot of dividends. But you have to earn that. It's not given to you. You have to earn it, and you do that by getting the wins uh, throughout the season and putting yourself in the driver's seat. And certainly in the second half and certainly all year, especially when these teams are so close, turnovers and penalties become very, very important. Um, I believe we, we swapped interceptions, so we got to do a good job of taking care of the ball in the uh, second half. I think they had a fumble that we recovered. So we got the turnover advantage there. Pit- fairly penalty-free. I think we've only had two possibly. I know we had the roughing the kicker, which was huge, three. Yeah, we've so, had unofficially we've had three. Yeah, and you're so, right. Both teams each have an pretty interception. Low, pretty low uh, penalties right now. Um, penalties with turnovers are going to be huge th- the rest of this game and and uh, and really for the rest of the year. But like I said, so far, outside of really one play, I think uh, Evans has done a good job making good decisions, knowing when to run, when to throw, um, and uh, he's making really good decisions for a junior. Our young people are playing really tough, whether it's Inslee. Or Noah Rice and nose guard, or or uh, Aiden Young out there, um, both offense and defense. So we're getting a lot of good plays. Uh, Jennings did a good job out there as well. So getting some good play all around, getting some good leadership from our uh, from our seniors as well. Well, the good thing that play that you're talking about, uh, we won't relive that, but. That's one that uh, is on game film. They'll get a chance to look at that and uh, diagram it, you know, break it down and say, okay, when we see something like this again, we've got to make a little smarter decision. We wasn't a bad decision, but it wasn't the best decision that could have been made. So we got to do something a little bit different and not repeat that. As, uh, there is uh, taking a look at the upcoming schedule for not just uh, for the football team, but a lot of activities coming up over here in the next week as cross-country the uh, boys' varsity squad, they'll be in action at Jeff City tomorrow. That'll be uh, happening uh, tomorrow at Jeff City. Then on Monday, it'll be more softball action as the uh, girls' varsity and junior varsity squad will finally get to play at home. They play just right next door here to the football field. They'll be hosting uh, Father Tolton Catholic. The Trailblazers will come to town. We'll have coverage of that game here on the Show Me Sports Network 
as uh, pregame about 4.50, first pitch coming at 5 o'clock. As uh, got to say, we've been a softball warrior over the last week. We've done 19 games after the completion of today's game and the Hallsville game on our sister channel, the uh, SMSN1 channel. We'll have 19 games that we've done, 17 of those softball. And I can tell you that everything I own that has been to the, uh, to the uh, ballpark for these games is dusty. My computers are dusty, the board, everything. I touch stuff and the dust falls out of it, falls out of me. Everything that I, I do is just it's just dust covered from softball. Also on Monday, the Junior Varsity squad will be at Blair Oaks. That a 6 o'clock kickoff set at uh, Blair Oaks. As Tuesday, it'll be uh, boys soccer. They'll be in action at 5 o'clock. Also girls softball again at home there taking on Hickman. The QPs will come to town. We'll have coverage of that game as well. Volleyball girls, the varsity squad will be hosting Eugene. Wednesday, it'll be girls golf at Helias Catholic. That's the varsity squad, boys, junior high cross country. They'll be at Vienna as they will have the uh, race there. Thursday, girls golf again. It'll be at Eagle Knoll Golf Course, and it just says versus multiple schools, so several will be to town. That'll be uh, Teen off at 4 o'clock. 5 o'clock has softball. Girls junior high will be at Macon High School. Then Friday, there's a girls varsity softball tournament. That, uh, that is at Ballpark National, which I believe they're hosting at Max Creeks. And then uh, boys soccer varsity tournament at Hannibal. That'll be a 4 o'clock uh, first kick. Softball will be girls junior high versus Callaway Hills. That'll be here at home. That's 5 o'clock. Volleyball junior high girls, they will be at Boonville. And, of course, we will be home again as we'll be hosting California at 7 o'clock. The Pintos will come a knock and hopefully we'll be looking for win number two on the season as we've got to finish this game here before we can think about next week. But the Pintos come to town. Pre-game will start about 6.30 with kickoff set for 7 o'clock in here on the Show Me Sports Network. As I mentioned it, on our sister channel, SMSN1, Hallsville is playing there. And uh, last we knew, it was tied up 12 apiece as they're on the road at Centralia playing. So they are on SMSN1 or Show Me Sports Network 1. Ben and Cameron have the call of that. So they are active there. I wonder how long until, until you have the Ocho. You know, uh, I funny you ask because I actually <laughs> had another school reach out over the weekend saying, hey, yeah. we, we were glad to have some coverage for softball. How do we get you to more games? So if you're listening and uh, you have an interest in sports broadcasting, we can definitely put you on air and get you to work and uh, have some fun. Is uh, Yeah, like I said, it was, it was uh, kind of an interesting weekend to get a nice email from one of the schools that was playing in the 35th Annual Hallsville Invitational. Want to tell the softball team congratulations, too. They won the 35th Annual Hallsville Invitational as they beat Hallsville by a final of 3-2 to two to claim that. So they went undefeated, went 3-0. and oh. Had the day off Monday. We had the game Tuesday. That was also a first for me. It was at Fatima, or they played Fatima. In the uh, first time in my almost two decades of calling games, showed up at the field, and there was no power. So they're... Uh, the school, which is the next block over, apparently one of their AC units had bit the dust and fried half the power to the town. So I was able to get the broadcast on the air. It just was bare bones. I had to call it in my phone, but we got it on. Like I said, first time in uh, two decades of doing this I've ever showed up and not had power somewhere. So that was that was quite fun, and uh, it was different, but we got it on the air. Well, no one's ever going to call you a prima donna. Right. I Yeah, I, I made it happen. You know, I, I, uh, I text uh, 
uh, Ben Schmidt, who who covers Hallsville for us and did some stuff this summer with Renegades Baseball. And I said, uh, might as well just call me Harry Potter because I think I'm a wizard. <laughs> so you know, we got it on air. That's all that matters. And of course, then we've had you know we've had a whole lot of games here, but softball team looking pretty good. They got the win over Eldon eight to one last night. Beat Boonville. On uh, Wednesday night, my days have pretty much all ran together here, but kind of excited to have the weekend to recoup and rest up a little bit before we do two more softball games next week and then football on Friday. All right, so we're getting ready to start our second half. The teams have done their stretching. They're ready to get moving. Uh, I think it's going to be important for the offensive line as they will get the ball first to fire off the ball, know their assignments. Uh, We had a couple plays early or a couple plays last half of the first half where they missed their assignments well to make sure hopefully they got that fixed hopefully coach Myers worked with his offensive alignment to get that fixed at halftime so hopefully we get the, some good holes and some good blocks well the uh, big thing too here is that for Southern Boone they have the two for one opportunity they scored punched it in just right before halftime and then they get the ball to start the second half so if they could find a way to march it downfield and uh, put another touchdown on the board now. That would be Mexico staring down a two-score game. So kind of an important way for them to start the second half here as teeing it up, handling their kicking duties is Run Run Jay making some new friends over there. I hope you're saying that name right, by the way. That's what it said from the I, – right, that's job. not how I said last year, but that's what it came from for the from the coach this year. So I will say Mexico did a nice job sending us – when I got it, it the, the uh, roster said – the 2022 roster, it said hyphen media, and it had the name pronunciation. So I appreciated that. So he will tee it up. It's going to be a low-line drive kick that will be taken about the 15 on the far side as – that is uh, McKee carrying it. He's going to get it across the uh, 30. He'll be ushered down across the 35, down about the 36. So McKee doing a nice job having to go diagonal across the field, but a pretty decent return there. You caught that too, huh? Yeah, the ball was uh, along the sidelines on the right side. Um, did a good job of letting the, the up front guy be his blocker. The up front guy did a good job of letting the ball go behind him. That's kind of hard to teach young players. Uh, a lot of times they're going to take the ball themselves, but there's a guy behind you for a reason. So let him have the ball and you get in front. So good job running, good job getting some blocks. Unfortunately, when you go side to side, it's hard to get upfield. So two receivers, far side. Now they'll switch it to two on each side. As they'll fake the handoff, Bowles is uh, far on rolling on the far side. As Evans, he's got some pressure. He'll just throw it out of bounds. Good decision right there as he was uh, about to be scrambling for his life back there yeah awesome decision that that doesn't look like anything special in the uh, stat book but that was an awesome decision you don't want to make a bad choice this early in the the half especially on your side of the field again he he little slight roll out to the the right hand side left hand play he tried to get turned and set but had pressure from his right side and busted that pressure and threw out of bounds so good job Eagles going right to left on your Show Me Sports Network app or Media Center. Bowles will get the handoff trying to work the far side. He'll get back to the line of scrimmage and pile push back, bring up a third down. Just a tough defensive play again. The Mexico team, when you look at them, you know, it's like, okay, yeah, it looks nice. But at the end of the play, they always do a fantastic job there. So good job with their linebackers. 
Um, the scouting report on linebackers was a little bit mixed on them. They w- didn't have a ton of experience, but their linebackers are really flying to the ball well tonight. So I'll break to Hutter Hill. They'll have trips on the far side. One receiver here on the near side as one back in the backfield. As dropping back is Evans. He'll throw it on a little swing pass to Bowles. He's at the 40, puts his head down, hurdles a man over across near the first down marker. I think he's going to be just short, but by about a yard and a half. Yeah, that was a cold screen to the to the left. Uh, it's really tough, though. We tried to get our, our linemen out there. Uh, we tried to get, uh, I guess that was Owen Folk out there in front of him, but he just could not get it out there in time. So, But still nice game. Same formation here as they're trying to get this defense back on their heels as Evans will give a different cadence. Now they are going to do a little pooch kick. As again, nice end-over-end kick. It's going to take a Southern Boone bounce as it'll be inside the 10 before it's down as it's just shy of the five-yard line. Great job there to pin them deep. Yeah, the same time as we saw in the first half, they had nobody back, even though it was only one yard. And even though that 3-3 defense they run looks awful enticing to run the ball, like, oh, I can get that one to two yards easily. But still, good decision to kick it away. Nobody back. Good roll. Excellent, excellent kick. That was a good probably 50-plus yard change there. So good, yeah, with great, the roll and everything. So good job as uh, Evans, I think, has been practicing his punting a little bit. It's, it's, uh, that's well, better than you, some NFL punts we've seen. You have to, quarterback for Southern Brewing, and a lot of schools these days you're seeing that. So it'll be first and 10 for Mexico is there on their own eight-yard line. And so they'll take it straight up the middle, not much doing there. Yeah, just a quarterback keeper at the middle. Um, and a great job by the defensive line. Did a good job penetrating our linebackers. Since it's, they're not a very strong passing team, you can kind of cheat up a little bit, kind of get a little eager. And, and since they do run the ball 75% of the time or so, you you can kind of gamble a little bit. But uh, this hope that doesn't hurt us. So it'll be second and six ball at the 12-yard line as Sims will be up under center. He'll keep it himself, trying to work the option. He will be across the 15 before he's tripped up, so he'll pick up a few yards. Nice job to force him inside. And they ran the option to the right this time, but good job. Defense kept their responsibilities. Someone's got quarterback, someone's got pitch man, and the linebackers did a good job filling in at, after the linemen do a good job of taking up uh, three or four linemen. Clock rolling 9-20 here in this third quarter. Again, the Southern Moon Eagles lead by a score of 7-0. It'll be third down, third and three, as they'll give it straight up the middle, trying to cut here on the near side. Near side is Runjay, and he will pick up about five yards, moves the chains. Yeah, nothing special. Got a veer that time to the right-hand side. Good blocking by the offensive line. Did a good job of, of hitting the hole. Didn't need more than three or four, about two, didn't need more than two or three yards. That's what he got, so. Three simple plays, four, three to four yards each time, and if you do the math on that, that will be a first down every single time. Clock at 8.50 and counting here in this third quarter. Again, Southern Moon leading 7 to nothing. Sims will lead the troops here as they've got a new set of downs to work with unofficially, the seventh first down of the game for them. They'll send a man in motion to the far side. They'll pitch it off. That's Shivers trying to get the corner. He is trying to move and shake. He will get it. Still on his feet across the chains and more as he will pick up about 12 yards. Left somebody's shoes out there. 
as he juked them out of their shoes. Yeah, that time they actually lined Shivers at the, the running back, tailback position instead of one of the wings and decided we're going to get the ball to our best player's hands. Quick pitch to the left-hand side, and he did a good job of making people miss because he does have that little bit of that human joystick kind of qualities to him. He's short, he's small, very elusive. That run picks up 13 yards, clock rolling 8-10 to go here in this third period. As Sims will keep it himself, trying to get the end around. He's going to be met and dropped for a short loss. Fabulous play forward. by the defense that time. Uh, looks like it was a Jennings and Teller. Nope, that was Inslee and Teller, looks like. Yeah, they come shooting through there. Thought they made contact behind the line of scrimmage, but he's able to fall forward, pick up just a yard. Yeah, well, in that formation, Inslee will have quarterback responsibility, and he did. Did a good job taking to him. The quarterback uh, thought he could, could bust it, but good job by Inslee there and, and uh, Teller. Second and nine here and straight up the middle. As, again, smash mouth football. Young in on the tackle, run Jay in. Carrying that, he'll pick up a few yards. It'll bring up yeah. a third and long. Yeah, there was a veer that, veer that time going straight up the gut to the right side. Inslee did a fantastic job shedding his blocker and coming down hard to make the, make the play. So defensive line, it's uh, our linebackers are doing a pretty good job holding them into, in place. Now this is where this defense needs to stiffen up here, try to get the ball back. Clock rolling near seven to go here in this third quarter. Let's put a receiver on either side. And Sims will be up under center again. He'll get the snap. He'll give it to the first man through, making a couple men miss before he's taken down there. The unfortunate thing for the Eagles after the miss, uh, Runjay just slid sideways. He went he went uh, parallel with the yard markers rather than against them. Yeah, that time instead of the running the four-man front that we've been running most of the game, they went back to the three-man, which is our, our base defense, and that allowed the linebackers just to kind of uh, – flow to the ball a little freer since they had five six yards to get a first down that kind of gave them an opportunity to do that and teller did a fantastic job of scraping and filling the hole so this will be a punting situation as run jay will have some time he'll get a decent punt off as morris will be back to let it bounce i thought it hit one of the mexico players no indication of that though as it'll bounce inside the 20 it looked like it hit him right about the 27 yard line but maybe not yeah, that was kind of an odd-looking play. It, to me, it looked like the uh, punter was coming up in, this, in the formation when the ball was snapped. But, hey, no call for them. Good punt. He had plenty of time. No pass, no, uh, no kick rush. So we'll take a quick break here and be back as you're listening to exclusive coverage of Southern Moon County Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. Running out of some of your favorite Avon products and haven't seen an Avon brochure in quite some time? No need to worry. Avon Independent Sales Representative Michelle Carty can help with your skin so soft, makeup, jewelry, fragrance, and skin care needs. Avon now carries cleaning supplies, clothing, daily essentials, and several small LG electronic items. You now have the opportunity to shop online 24-7 and have your order shipped directly to your front door by shopping with Michelle at mcarty.avonrepresentative.com. Or find her on Facebook by searching Avon Carty. Well, our, our thoughts and our eyes were correct up here in the press box as it did get touched by one of the Mexico players. So ball will be spotted at the 27-yard line. So that's where Southern Boone will take over as they've got to now just run it down the throat of Mexico and try to take as much time off the clock as they can. 
as Evans will be in shotgun here. He pretty much runs out of that. They'll have two receivers on the far side as now he'll shift his running back. He'll give it off as taking it around the near side. That's Bowles. He'll be near the 30, so he'll get short yardage there. Yeah, good, tough, hard run, which we, we're seeing us on both sides of the ball that time. Try to kick the defensive in and out. Defensive end did a good job of uh, filling, filling the hole there to keep it on to a three-yard game. So this will be two receivers far side. They'll switch bowls over again. As keeping it himself is Evans. Nobody's fooled on the defense. He'll be taken down in the backfield, as that'll be a loss on the play. So that will be... It was kind of a, was an odd-looking play. He had Lyman, like a cross Lyman in the back. pulled from the left to the right, and the running back and the quarterback ran. You know, so it very well could be misdirection. Uh, we do have those type of plays in the playbook, but Mexico did a fine job of reading that, including number 23, Mr. Rungi. So this will be a third and eight now. Clock rolling near five minutes to go here in this third quarter. They'll load up the far side. As Evans will fake the handoff, he'll roll to the far side, has some pressure. He's going to evade one sack, then he will go down at the 20-yard line. So he got out of the grasp of the first Bulldog, but was taken down by the next wave. Yeah, Mexico blitzed two that time instead of just the one. So five, our offensive line's not quite used to blocking five tonight because they don't send very much and just too much pressure. It was a little bit of a cold roll to the right. Austin tried to get his feet set but uh, they were too quick and on top of him. So excellent play call by their defensive coaches and excellent play call or excellent execution by their defense. Well, like you said, just kind of a numbers game, an overload mismatch as in the punt will be Ben Taylor. He will be standing at about his own five-yard line is where he will have the uh, get the snap, beautiful snap to him. He'll get a... A uh, low punt, but still effective as it's going to bounce out at midfield. So great job there. Whether he intended to or not, he kind of does a coffin corner kick and holds no return there as it goes out of bounds. It'll work. wasn't terribly pretty, but uh, gets about 25, 30 yards that time. So but uh, not bad. Defense needs to kind of step up here. You don't want to leave these guys, Mexico that is, into the game for too long. So they will start at the 49-yard line. So that'll be Southern Boone's 49-yard line. So it doesn't quite go out at the 50 like I thought it did. It goes out one yard shy. 4.07 left on the clock here in this third quarter as both teams exchanging punts. For Mexico, they'll fake the pitch. Rolling here to the near side is their quarterback. He's going to evade one guy. Now he'll evade the second one, tripped up there in the backfield. So we'll be about a four-yard loss as coming in and making the tackle. That is... Teller, Teller made yeah. the tackle there, but that's just pressure, good quickness. One thing I will say about this year's defensive team, they seem to be a lot faster than what we're used to the last couple of years. So everyone, Dylan Niles did a great job getting off the ball to cause some pressure on the quarterback. The quarterback never had a chance to get his feet set, and he did want to throw the ball. He just didn't have a chance to get his feet set because once Dylan pushed him out, Teller came up to uh, take care of it. So it'll be second and long as they hand it straight up the middle. It'll be a four-yard gain by the ball carrier. And it's coming up off the bottom of the pile. That's Runjay. And that previous play, though, it really looked like there almost could have been a block in the back there as one of the uh, Southern Boone guys looked like he was shoved from behind. But I don't have the right color shirt on for my opinion to matter. 
<laughs> well, the last play, just fantastic job by the defense, clogging up the middle. Great job by the linebackers coming up, Taylor and Teller. Coming up, filling it, just a quick dive up the middle, nothing fancy. So this will be a third and long now for Mexico as they'll pitch it off to the far side to Shivers. He's trying to work his way. He'll be tripped up on the far side. Be well short of that first down marker. I believe that was Salters that came up and tripped him up. Yeah, again, they put uh, Shivers at tailback this time instead of on the wing. Um, they did it quick. That was more, it was more of a, a sweep, toss, rocket toss, whichever you want to call it, to the left-hand side. And he cut it up quick inside as they blocked our guy to the outside. And this fantastic job at the linebackers and the secondary getting in there to trip him up. And fourth and six, uh, they're definitely, I'd be shocked if they do any sort of a fake here. And run J will be in punt formation. His back will be Ash and Morris. Pressure comes. They almost block it. Nice job to not run into the punter as it'll take a bounce. And it, it will go, go into the oh. end zone. We'll see where they say it's at. Oh. It is barely into the end zone. That I think I got about three well, gray hairs sure? from that. No, I'm not He's sure. He's not moving. They're going to call it at the one-foot line. Yeah, I don't. Even, it's like at the one blade of grass line. Wow. What a kick. He had a little bit of pressure that time. That time we did send some heat to him. Good job by Runjay to get get the nice kick off and a nice uh, 50-yard kick or so. Nice kick. Well, so Southern Moon will take over deep in their own territory. If they were to score here, it'd be a 99 and 5 eighths of another yard to score. So Bowles will be in in the uh, backfield. As Evans will get it, they'll give it off to Bowles. He does a nice job trying to get something out of nothing there as he's met quickly. They'll say he gains maybe a yard. Not much there. Again, the Mexico defense, they're really quick to, to the ball. They do a good job getting off the block. The linebackers did a really job filling the holes. Uh, nothing special that time, as you would expect on the one-foot line. You're just trying to give a little bit of breathing room. So we just try to run it inside. Off the right-hand side after behind your guard and tackle. So good job of the Mexico defense. Minute 22 and counting here in this third period. Southern Moon leads 7-0. As Evans gets the shotgun snap, he'll keep it himself. He is across the five before he's tripped up there. Nice quick hit. That was a called quarterback draw that time. Um, send, your, send the uh, running back to block the in now. Did a good job blocking down everybody. So that was a nice good hole. Uh, still only four yards, though. So now to bring up a third and five as we're under a minute to go. Ball spotted at the six-yard line. There'll be one back in the backfield. Everybody will be spread out. Evans will get the shotgun snap, has some pressure. He's rolling here to the near side. He's going to look for his receiver. He's got it. As pass is completed to Kellen Ash as he was double coverage, shredded the needle, picks up good yardage, moves the ball out near the 30. What a gutsy call by your by your coach there. Coach Ross believes in his quarterback, even though he's only a junior, believed in his quarterback would make the right decision. And why not? He's made excellent decisions all night tonight, and grit, that was another one. So under 30 seconds to go here in this first or sorry, this third quarter. As another first down, two receivers up top, one down low. As Evans drops back, looks here to the near side. That one thrown behind his receiver as uh, didn't quite get on the same page with Ash. Goes incomplete. Yeah, you called it right there. They had plenty of time. They only sent three people that time. No blitzing linebacker, so he had a lot of time. Um, could have stayed in a little bit longer maybe, but I believe the, he was expecting his uh, wideout to, to go quick out or do a, some sort of a button hook or hook out. 
So Kellen Ash was intended target 6'170 170-pound junior. Evans in shotgun, three receivers, top, one bottom. He'll drop back. Now he's going to roll to the far side, has a little bit of pressure. He's going to hit his receiver off his hands and goes incomplete as that was intended for. So the last uh, couple plays here, Mexico's kind of done a little bit of unordinary for them. They've not blitzed a linebacker, if you recall. We expect them. We've seen them blitz linebackers 70% of the time or so. Two plays in a row. They did not blitz linebacker, only send three, so eight back in coverage. A pass was intended for Bassnet. His quick pass, a little screen play over to the far side, as looks like that will be good for about five yards. That is Morris with the catch. So we're under five seconds to go here in this third quarter. That should take us to the fourth quarter. Just a quick pass in the flat there to get the ball in the hands of Chase Morris, who has shown he could do a lot with the ball. Um, a good job on the Mexico defense. They got out there, covered it well for a short gain. So that will take us to the end of three. It's still a 7 nothing Southern Boone lead. As we will switch into the field and come back as you're listening to exclusive coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. At the Boone County Journal, we're with you all the way. We know that you're more than just a subscriber. You're an employer. You're a parent. You're a neighbor. Most importantly, you're a community member. It's our goal to provide you with the latest news, sports, opinions, obituaries, classifieds, and more to keep you informed about your community. To find out more about the Boone County Journal or to subscribe, call 573-657-2334 or visit bocojo.com. The Boone County Journal, we're with you all the way. At Centurion Cares, for more than three decades, their focus has been on exceeding customer expectations for contact center software solutions. Their innovative communication solutions include utility interactive voice response software that allows for smart communication features that let your utility deliver superior customer service 24-7. They also provide other streamlined services like automatic call distribution, automated customer callback, reporting, and quality assurance. To find out more about how Centurion Cares can help your business, call them at 727-421. 5300 or look them up online at centurioncares.com centurion cares innovative communication solutions well the eagles are going to go for it here possibly maybe go for it as they will end up doing a little pooch kick is not a good kick there we'll take a favorable bounce but that only net about 20 yards or so in the process looks like southern boot just kind of gotten a chance where they just had to rush it there Yeah, go zeal, no running back in the backfield, line up five, see what the defense is giving you, look over to the sidelines, and plays have been kind of, uh, big plays have been kind of few and far between tonight for both sides of the ball, so um, good call. Let's just uh, kick it away and let our defense, who's had a great game so far, see what they can do. So Mexico will take over at their own 46-yard line. Southern Moon leads by a score of 7-0 as dropping back to pass is Sims. He's going to hit his receiver off his hands and incomplete. Hit him in a bad spot. That was Shivers. Is hit him in the hands. Well, Shivers was only 5'6", if I recall, maybe 5'7", and he had to climb that ladder as po- quite as possible. Wasn't a bad throw. Good defense on, on the coverage there. Did a good job of knocking the ball uh, away or put some pressure on the receiver to where you wouldn't catch it. So, uh, nice play call by the offense. Kyle's off guard. Well executed. Just We did a good job of the Eagles on defense to uh, 
separate the ball from the receiver. I remember right, Sims has only completed one pass, and that was to Ben Taylor of the Eagles as he will give it off. First man through, just a simple little dive play. It'll pick up short yardage, bring up a third down. Yeah, tough run by Runji, three, four yards there. Um, but now they're in third long, third and six. Our defense is doing a really good job of keeping the ball in front of them, not letting them get outside and get around us. Mexico is only two of ten. This will be their 11th third down, and they've only picked up two of them so far. So to bring up third down, ball to 49-yard line, their own 49-yard line, as doing the uh, option play, pitching it out, as Shivers will be short of the first down, so to bring up a fourth down. Yeah, just the option with Shivers as the pitch man. Good job, everyone around. Whenever you defend the option, it takes a great amount of discipline. Everyone's got responsibilities. you got pitch man responsibility. you got dive man responsibility. you got the quarterback responsibility, and everyone did a great job strutting that out of bounds. So, so far, knock on wood, Shivers has been kept, kept in check tonight. So it looks like they're maybe going to go for it here. It's up under center is Sims. It'll be fourth and about three. As they'll step up now and look over to the sidelines now, he'll say maybe we want to think about what we're going to do. Nobody back to possibly take a kick here, ever unless Shiver steps delay. back. They'll take a delay. Yeah, That'll clock rolling down. It's like they are either going to take the delay a game, which they will. So that'll back them up here. Just the second penalty on Mexico. So now they'll back up. It'll be fourth and eight. Ball at the 48-yard line, their own 48, as Morris and Ash will be back to receive. Morris on the far side, Ash here on the near side, as Runjay will be back to punt it. So defense doing a nice job. So they're going to reset the clock here. I don't think it takes a discussion here by the, well, now I thought they were headed to have a discussion, but now he's just coming over here to say reset the clock. So, yeah, I think we might have lost 20 seconds on the play clock. I think the reset to 10.52 thinks what I heard. So now we're ready, 10.52 left to go here in the ball game. Southern Boone leading by a score of 7-0. There's several people that are looking at that score update Surprised by it, I think. We knew it was going to be a dogfight nonetheless. So Run Jay will take the snap. He'll get the punt down. High punt will go. Take a couple of bounces. As again, it's going to be inside the five, and we'll back Southern Boone up as that's where it'll be downed. Fantastic punt by Run Jay. He had no pressure, plenty of time. He did a good job and kicked it nice and high. And great roll. That was a nice play. That was a good 40-some yard and inside the 10-yard line. Distance and accuracy. Yeah, that was uh, very impressive there to back him up. So Southern Boone again will be backed up near their goal line as they will be at their own five-yard line when they set up shop here. I think they ought to just go back to what they've been doing to air it out a little more as they will... Give it off, ball carrier, change their formation here. It'll be a short game before the big pile is pushed back. Do you see that formation there? Double tight end, yeah. three running backs in the backfield. That's old Quarterback power, under center. power T there, power I. So yeah, only got a one, smash mouth. I don't know if we'll see that again. If you recall earlier, 
down inside the five. Coach Ross called a pass play, and Evans did a fabulous job running the play, executing to made a nice throw. Yeah, so splitting one guy out this time. Yeah, Kind of the same, very similar, same formation. Now they're going to move some players around and shift up the load on the other side as Evans will give it off up the middle. I believe that's Bowles. He'll get maybe near the 10-yard yeah. line. Try to do a little bit of misdirection, but still good job by the Mexico defense, being tough, being strong. Doing a good job there. Now we're substituting it out back to our regular formation. We had a couple other players that we normally don't see in there. Yeah, they tried to see if, you know, maybe something might work a little bit, but yeah, it got about five yards, a little more breathing room, so Bring a little bit more third, room. Third and manageable here. It's third and six as they'll fake the uh, handoff rolling to the far side is Evans. He'll get it, and oh. off the hands of his receiver would have been a first down. Yeah, there's a bootleg, and you're running someone usually about five yards and out right at the first down mark at that time. He had plenty of room, plenty of time. I think it was a little bit rushed on the throw. looked like the ball was a little bit throw on the back hip of the receiver, but still got two hands on it. You still got to make that catch. But that was a nice call, though, nice bootleg. Worked well, worked as design. Just didn't get executed all the way. 9.23 left to go here in the game as Ben Taylor will be on to punt as Runjay will be back as well as Shivers. Taylor will get the snap. Kick is down. Low line drive kick. It's going to take a Southern Boone bounce as it will continue to bounce and go dead about the 44-yard line. But not yeah. a bad punt there. No, it was a nice result. Um, you know, with Shivers back there, you want to do the best you can to try to keep it out of his hands because he is capable. And that's why you saw me. I knocked on the wood for the door jam here just to make sure that uh, – but, yeah, give him a chance, and he can take it. So, nice kick, very effective. But in this field game, more we're playing now. Mexico's getting the ball back numerous, numerous times here at the 50. Yeah, the chess match continues as it's going to be which team makes the first mistake. Just five possessions in that third quarter. This is our fourth possession here in the fourth quarter of play. 9-14 left here in the game. Sims will drop back. He's looking to throw far side as he will almost have it intercepted. Ben Taylor, sorry, that is um, Morris, just about had another INT. Second time on first down. They're trying to trick us, but good coverage by the secondary time. Not much of a pass rush that time. Uh, One thing I am noticing, the Mexico offensive linemen are kind of moving a little slow, so hopefully we can get some fire at our defensive line. We can use that to our abilities because uh, they are kind of moving a little bit slow to the huddle. Well, but uh, excellent defensive coverage there. I'm not mistaken. I think that there's been just as many passes completed to a Southern Moon Eagle player from Sims as he has to his own team. As now they're going to pitch it out on the uh, sweep to the far side. Shivers has it trying to get that corner. He will do a spin move, stay in bounce, court forward, pick up seven after he was dead to rights at about the – 45-yard line. Yeah, rocket toss, rocket toss to the right that time. And like I mentioned earlier, we got good speed on our defense. So they flew the ball really well, got, met him to the sideline. And sure is it a good job of spinning the back to the middle to get another five yards. But good job on defense. Matched that very, very well. That's just where he knows the situation. He knows what's at stake. He knows what to do. Spun inside and vaulted himself forward and picked up 
So eight yards on what would have been just a short gain as Sims will give it first man through, bowling over people. That is Run Jay. He's got the first down as he picks up big yardage there. Yeah, the offensive line came alive there and got some good holes there. Um, did a good job of making a big hole. And Runji, again, two hands on the ball. I think he realizes how important it is this time to, to not lose that ball. So good, tough run, first down for the Mexican Bulldogs. Good job. So they will get a new set of downs ball at the 29-yard line. 8.24 on the clock is a stoppage of play here. One of the Eagles a little slow to get up. And yeah, as Aiden Young come out there, he's walking on his own accord, so hopefully he's in good shape. Going to get some water here, so as they'll give it on the dive play again, and there's going to be Run Jay will take it to the house from 29 yards out. Nice blocking by the right-hand side. They open a nice big hole, not touched at all, I don't believe, and Run Jay again, he run through there. He had both hands on the ball, and as soon as he got a chance, he could – he could spurt to the end zone. So nice design play, nice consistent. Decided to dump the whole passing thing and go with what you know. And for Mexico, that's running the ball. It goes as a 29-yard touchdown run. Let's see if we can get some penetration, get our hands up here. So is this... Run Jay to kick. Yep. I believe it is. So he's doing double duty. He will come on to try the PAT snap is down. Kick is up. Kick is blocked as the Eagles have the lead, and they will blow the whistle dead. Nice job of the front line to get through. Put some hands up as the Eagles still have the one-point lead at 7-6. Yeah, I had a funny feeling that was going to happen. Good job. Nice job getting your hands up. Nice job getting good penetration. Good, jo- good job all the way around. We'll take a quick break and be back as Eagles lead by a score of 7-6. to six. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Southern Moo County Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. The following public service announcement is brought to you by the Eddie Goodell Society, Jefferson City Chapter 10, doing little things to make a big difference. Want to make a big difference in your community? Be kind to others, drive safely, and put litter in its proper place. Join us in celebrating Eddie Goodell's historic Major League appearance as a member of the St. Louis Browns by doing something nice for someone today. Take a walk, Eddie! Well, Mexico had thoughts of tying the ball game up, but they get their extra point blocked. As... The Eagles still have the lead by a score of 7-6. Excellent job by the Eagles to come back there and kind of tough it up one last play. And you got to wonder, was Mr. Runge a little tired after running 30 yards for a touchdown? I'm tired for him, and I've just been standing up here. He's been running, running really tough. Pretty impressive young man. So he will tee it up here as... The Eagles have a 7-6 lead as deep back to receive will be Morris and Ash. Morris on the far side, Ash here on the near side. Run JLT it up. He's got a 6 by 4, 6 by 4, yeah. So that'll be taken by Morris at about his 5. He's going to work towards the far side. Has some blockers still on his feet across the 30. Still on his feet. He'll be tripped up there as he will get... Out near the 
across the 35. Good return there for him. It'll be decent field position. Yeah, very nice return that time. He he went straight up. He followed his blockers. Got a good job of getting some extra yardage. So nice, good run, good return. Hopefully for the first time we get some pretty good field position. 7.59 left to go here in the ball first, game. First time in a while. Ball will be spotted at the 37-yard line for Southern Boone. They've got to eat some time off the clock, punch it in here if they can. Evans will be in shotgun. He'll take the snap. He'll throw it to the near side to Morris on a little screen pass. He's got some blocks. He's got the first down still on his feet going across midfield. He'll be pushed back, but he'll get near midfield. Beautiful blocking by his fellow receivers. McKee did a great job blocking, and, uh, oh, gosh. And Kellen Ash did a good job blocking. So good job. Nice quick pass. Don't give them a chance at all to put any pressure on the quarterback. He stayed in bounds, too. Clock continuing continuing to roll, 740 and counting. Evans in shotgun. He'll have one back behind him. Defense showing like they're going to bring pressure, but they back out of it. As Evans looks here over to the near side, play clock at 20, so plenty of time. Bowles will be in the backfield. Three receivers far side. They'll give it off to Bowles. He's trying to be patient. He'll be met in the backfield, pushing the pile forward. Looks like he'll get about a yard. Yeah, Mexico blitz too that time, and that time we ran right to the blitz. Uh, number 71, their defensive lineman did a good job getting off the ball, making the tackle. Um, good play call by the Mexico Bulldogs there. So I'll bring up, well, they give them a better spot. They say Ford Progress got to the 49 of Mexico, so we'll bring up a second and eight now. And clock continuing to roll under seven to go. It's a one-point lead at seven to six for Southern Boone. Evans will be in shotgun trips near side, one far side. He'll get the shotgun snap. Quick, he'll pump fake near side. Now looking downfield, has a receiver. That's Morris. He's going to take it. 10-5. Touchdown. He takes it 49 yards to the house. Well, that time, the previous play, we ran into the blitz. This time, they blitzed to the left. Ran the guy to the quarterback, rolled out to the right. Did a good job. Did a good job on the receiver there catching the ball. And then ran into the end zone. Morris takes it 49 yards out for the touchdown. Lengthens his team's lead at 13-6. This extra point coming up is super important here. Salter will come on to try the PAT. Officials running on late. I don't know what they're doing. but uh, Resetting the play clock. Okay. Out they were there having some coffee. Is that play is a three-play, 63-yard drive. Kick is up, and kick is good. That is an important PAT as that comes with 636 left to go here in this final period of action as it now makes it a 14-6 score. Southern Boone will take a quick break and be back as you're listening to exclusive coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. Since 2018, Han Custom Laser Engraving LLC has been specializing in all things custom, using large format, high-powered lasers with some of the most advanced technologies on the market. Anything can become a canvas. The state-of-the-art system makes quick work of custom engraving on cups, glass, tile, wood, acrylic, metal, headstones with endless possibilities. They also offer custom one-of-a-kind signs that are sure to make your design stand out. Find them on Facebook at Han Custom Laser Engraving or call 573-489-8732 
to find out more on Custom Laser Engraving, LLC, a veteran-owned business. Well, the Eagles take it 63 yards and punch it in. Capped off with a 49-yard touchdown pass from Evans to Morris as the PAT was good by Salter. That makes it a little bit larger lead in their favor. It's by eight now at 14-6 as that is exactly what they needed to do. The only thing I would say on that that's bad is they didn't quite take too much time off the clock. No, they did not, but that extra point, enormous uh, importance there. So Now it's going to be a little pooch kick, an onside kick, and somebody's got to fall on it. Ball's still on the grass. Looks like Mexico will dive on it, but it looked like they almost caught him napping there. Yeah, I like that. Uh, number 69 for the Bulldogs has kind of been walking around he's a lot. And he's slow, and he's uh, they kicked it right over his head, right where you would uh, – Expect him to have to go cover it, but uh, good job by Mexico. I kind of like the call by Coach Ross. Nice job. As they say, he's big, he's mean, he's ugly, but he's a little slow. Yeah. He's probably a little tired too. I'm not not taking anything away from him, but great job there of the execution in a about a perfectly placed kick by Salter as Sims will ball fall down there. with that ball is on the ground. We'll see who comes out of the pile with it. It'll stay with Mexico. That's their third fumble of the day. Yeah, they ran the split left, split right formation again and uh, trying to spread things out. Uh, but the bad snap again is what it looked like to me. Either way, they do fall forward. It's like Centralia's leading Hallsville at the end of the third, 20-12. So that'll bring up. A second and nine here. Clock rolling under six to go. They'll pitch it off on that sweep far side where the Shivers makes one man miss. He's off to the races across midfield as he'll be pushed out there. Well, that should have been a five-yard loss. Ends up being a 20-yard gain. Yeah, rocket toss to the right that time. Eagles got great penetration to kind of slow him down a split second, but he did a good job breaking that tackle. Got another 15 to 20 yards after that. And kind of tough uh, stick to the defensive guy, too, at the very end there. But still, good job by the Eagles getting to the guy to make sure he didn't take it to the house that time because Shivers has that ability. So good job by the Eagles to keep it to what it was. I want to give a shout-out. We have a listener up in Alaska right now, so much different weather than here in Ashland, Missouri. As handoff to the second man through, that is Shivers. He will pick up almost the first down, but did the ball come out? They say he was down. It did come out, but they say he was down. Yeah. Certainly a greater effort to get the ball in the hands of their most explosive player. Looks like he's dinged up a little bit right now, though. I bet he'll be back, though. Yeah, it looks like he might have just got the wind knocked out of him. So shout-out to our listener in Alaska. It's Sitka? Sitka, Alaska, maybe? So have some listeners we can see in uh, Washington, Clinton, Washington, a whole lot here in the Midwest. Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, in North Carolina, a couple listeners there. South Dakota, so we're up from Alaska, clear over to the other coast. So North Carolina, huh? That's the Charlotte area. Coach Silvers, if you're out there listening, good luck on your new job. So glad to see we've got listeners across the board, and always glad you're tuned in to our broadcast here on the Show Me Sports Network, the exclusive 
home for Southern Moon County Eagles Athletics. We've got softball on the air as well that we've been covering, and football here is still trying to attend to Shivers as he will get up, be helped off, gets a nice hand from the crowd that is here. He will walk off under his own power, so that is a good sign to see, but he'll at least be out for the next play. But as we said, if you haven't done so, be sure and head over to our Facebook page. It's where we use our social media the most. Just search for the Show Me Sports Network. Give it a like. Give it a share. Try to post uh, some of the different things going on that we have, the starters uh, for uh, the game. We try to do that if we can get them in time, but we have a game day graphic also. We're posting our games anywhere you can hear podcasts. You can hear our game archives. Also on YouTube, working on getting those on there. Just search for Show Me Sports Network. Sims will be up under center. He'll give it the first man through. He'll have close to the first down. Now it gets pushed back, but they're going to say he's short. It will bring up a third down. Yeah, tough one by Runji that time. It looks like our end. I'm going to say that looks like Aiden Young. May I bit on that? His dad's shaking his head left to right. So, anyway, good play there. Kept it just a foot short. Third down and a, and a foot. This will be a real good time for Aiden to come through and maybe get a quarterback sack. I think it's uh Still have the uh, the reward there for him. So, you know, be a good time for him to come through, especially on this third down. It's third and short. Clock under five to go. As they will give it off, and it's going to be short. As Runjay was short on the play, he was tackled quickly, held up and thrown back. He'll lose a yard on the play as the defense stiffens up. Yeah, Coach Garris blitzed Teller that time, and he hit the hole hard and guessed right. And as soon as the ball was handed off, he was right there wrapped around him. So great tackle by Teller. Great uh, call by Coach Garris to cause some uh, pressure. So they are most likely going to go for it here. They're down by 14 to 6, clock under 420 to go here in the game. It's fourth and two as they'll do the rocket toss on the far side. Ball carrier will have it as this is uh, Dement, I believe, carrying the ball. Yeah, nice play call too by the Bulldogs. Coach there uh, hadn't done very well the last couple times in the middle, so do a rocket toss. Not quite expecting number two to get the ball because we haven't seen him too much, but good job, good quick. Still, only a couple yards. Good job by the Eagles' defense to keep that limited to what they did. Clock under four to go now, 14-6, to six, Southern Boone lead. As Sims will give it straight up the middle, working far side. That's Runjay. He'll be tripped up, but he's got close to a first down as they will move the chains. Really like this young man. Just a nice, tough run. Just runs it hard. He's not He's not overly big. He's not overly strong. He's just a tough son of a gun. Nice hole on the left-hand side there. He had run to the right quite a bit the last few times, so uh, that's why you got to defend the whole field. Nice run, nice play. They run, you said, run here to the near side as Sims will keep it himself looking to option it. He'll be stripped down quickly as he got... Pulled and pushed both directions there. It'll be a short game. Uh, one thing I've noticed, Mexico's running the ball pretty quickly or calling the plays pretty quickly. Shivers is now checking in, so he looks to be okay. He does come back in here. As clock under three to go now. That's continuing to tick away. Say he got about two yards on the play, second and eight. They'll send Shivers in motion. They'll give it straight up the middle and short gain there as tripped up quickly as Runjay. 
I say he gained, actually, uh, he lost about a half yard. Yeah, the middle linebacker just hit that hole hard until it was. I think it might have been Teller. Might have been Taylor. Did a good job stuffing that hole, wrapping up wrapping up really well. So been, run, been running the four-man line most of the second half. They're sticking with that still, too. This will bring up a third and seven now, long seven or short eight. As they'll pitch it off, trying the rocket toss here to the near side. As trying to stretch it out, he will uh, dive for the end zone. That is Grubb, and they say he was out of bounds, so he comes up short. Yeah, that was a fantastic block that time by number 30 on the outside. He blocked his man out. Uh, he ran it, the ball inside, did a good job of getting as much as he could. So nice-looking play by the Bulldogs there. They stretched it out and were able to almost punch it in his Grub, that's only like the second or third carry he's had today. He is a slow-moving Mack truck, but that's the thing is he's a Mack truck. As up under center will be Sims. He'll send one in motion. He'll drop the ball. It's on the ground, and it will be recovered by Mexico. Yeah, he landed right on that. Again, the last couple plays I'm noticing that uh, Coach Gares has really got those linebackers playing up close. They're blitzing. They're hitting those gaps hard, so... I think if Mexico scores here, it's got to be on the outside because Coach Garris is not letting him do it on the inside. Clock under a minute, 45 and counting here in regulation. Southern Boone leads by a score of 14-6. to six. Sims will be up under center. It looks like it's about the four-yard line. They'll rocket try the rocket toss. toss to the far side. Shivers is going to have it. He'll be taken down. He'll lose yardage on the play. Is that Taylor that time? I think that was Taylor shrieking through there. He just rode him down. He hit that. Like he was trying to make a run for the rodeo last yeah. weekend. Just like we thought, uh, nothing on the inside, so rocket toss to your best player out on the edge. And, again, the Eagles have done a fine job all night flowing to the ball. If football doesn't work out for Mr. Taylor, he might think about being a uh, calf wrestler. Looks like a busted play here as... Going back, and it'll be a quarterback sack on third down. As Aiden Young leading the charge there, and it'll be a fourth down now as Mexico going the wrong way. Yeah, I agree. It definitely looked like a busted play there. Not sure what the heck happened. Everyone was a little slow, and including the defense. We weren't quite ready for what they were doing. It did look like a cold pass play, though. Yeah, they looked like they were trying to run somebody across the play. This didn't look like they were really having much luck there as clock stopped 48.9 seconds left on the clock. And this All really, right. this is the ball game Fourth right and here. 11, what do you got? Fourth and 11. You haven't been able to do much in passing. Yeah, I don't think that's going to be an option here. Uh, so what is Coach Garris call? Coach Garris is going to send some heat up the middle. I think you send the house, you do just send everybody. Yeah. Send all 11 guys to the backfield. But that is the thing is that pass has not worked all night, so this would be the opportunity where you wouldn't expect it because that's not been anything in their repertoire as Sims has just as many completed passes to his teammates as he does to Southern Moon County Eagle players. Sims will be up under center. Fourth down ball game. This is it. 48.9 seconds left. As they'll pitch it, fake the pitch. He'll roll to the far side looking for the end zone. He's got his receiver, but he's short of the end zone. As the defense stiffens up, 
and they will hold him out, and it'll be a turnover on downs. Fantastic play by the defense. Uh, not a bad play call by the offense. They faked it to the left and did the quarterback rollout to the right, right-handed quarterback. That's going to be his easy side to throw. Wide open, good throw, but excellent job closing the playoff there by the defense. So, again, the defense has played very fast tonight. They've done a great job of flowing to the ball. Good job making tackles. Um, so excellent all the, way, all the way around. The ball will be spotted at the two-yard line, 42.1 seconds left. What? How many timeouts? Mexico? We've got two. For, they've got three. three. I think they called one. They may only have two. Oh, you're right. I wrote it on the wrong side. You're That's right. all right. Yep. They That's just okay. called a timeout. So they've got two. We've got three. Are well, they going to call a timeout? Clock's still running. I guess they know they can't really. But, hey, I remember at California, we got lucky that the California made a bad play call. They ended up being a fumble, and this young man here in front of me, a couple rows, Reagan Witt, scooped it up to score a touchdown. Well, at this point, the Eagles do not have to run a play. As 20 on the clock, on the play clock, 12 on the game clock. As time will wind down, as continuing to roll down, At 2-1, and that is the ball game as Southern Boone will get the victory as they win by a score of 14-6 in a dogfight. It was a barn burner, everything you script up in a game. We're going to take a quick break and be right back with our postgame show as you're listening to exclusive coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. You've been listening to Southern Boone County Eagles football on the exclusive home for Eagles football, the Show Me Sports Network. Exclusive play-by-play coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football has been brought to you by Avon with Michelle Carty, Boone County Journal, Centurion Cares, Eddie Goodell Society, Han Custom Laser Engraving, LLC, Last Sentinel Firearms, Retrieving Freedom, Sawdust Studios, Southern Boone Booster Club and Zealous WBGT. The biggest and absolute best coverage in Mid-Missouri continues as you're just moments away from the exclusive post-game show. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football on the Eagles Radio Network. Last Sentinel Firearms is your federally licensed and registered Type 7 FFL manufacturer dealer in Missouri, providing quality products to all types of sports enthusiasts, law enforcement, and individuals across the nation. Orders are currently being fulfilled offering custom-built pistols and rifles from the AR platform made right here in Missouri. Visit their website at lastsentinelfirearms.com or call them at 417-684-7202 to find out what they've got for you. Last Sentinel Firearms, you are your This is the Southern Boone County Eagles postgame show on the exclusive home for Eagles football, the Show Me Sports Network. The Show Me Sports Network broadcast crew will discuss their thoughts on tonight's game as well as look ahead to the next action for the Eagles. Exclusive postgame coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football is brought to you by... Avon with Michelle Carty, Boone County Journal, Centurion Cares, 
Eddie Goodell Society, Han Custom Laser Engraving, LLC, Last Sentinel Firearms, Retrieving Freedom, Sawdust Studios, Southern Boone Booster Club, and Zealous WBGT. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football on the Eagles Radio Network. Now let's go live to the field to the Show Me Sports Network broadcast booth. Well, we knew coming in it was going to be a dogfight, and that's exactly what it turned into. However, Southern Boone able to hold on and get the 14-6 victory as a tough fought. There are going to be some tired Eagle players here this weekend. They're going to have some bruises and definitely have some scrapes along the way, but they get the win today. Most importantly, they get a win over their Class 3 District 5 opponent in the Mexico Bulldogs. Mexico drops to 0-2 on the season for Southern Moon. They even it 1-1. and As uh, taking a look at your scoring summary, well, not a whole lot of scoring to talk about, but most of it, two-thirds of it, was in favor of Southern Boone as they needed to go all the way to 4.7 seconds left to go before half as neither team scored in the first quarter, but with 4.7 seconds left to go in the first half. It was a 30-yard touchdown pass from Evans to McKee. Salter, the PAT, was good. That made it a 7-0 score. That took us through to the end of the first half. Mexico did run one play, and then it went to halftime. Then neither team was able to score in the third quarter. However, Mexico would answer on a 29-yard touchdown run by Runjay. The uh, PAT was blocked. He is their PAT kicker. That was a four-play, 44-yard drive with 8.06 left to go in the fourth quarter. That was a 7-6 score, again in favor of Southern Boone. Then Southern Boone would score again, this time on a 49-yard touchdown play from Evans to Morris. The PAT by Salter was good. That was a three-play, 63-yard drive. That came with 8.36 left in the ball game. That made it a 14-6 score, and that is where we ended our ball game at. Most importantly there, that came as an answer to the touchdown for Mexico. As I said, Mexico drops to a record of 0-2, and Southern Moon moves to a record of 1-1. As we said, taking a look at this game, though, there were 12 first downs for Mexico, just seven for Southern Boone. Three fumbles, sorry, four fumbles, one lost of those four fumbles for Mexico. They had one interception. Southern Boone also had an interception. They had no fumbles on the day. And uh, taking a look at penalties, two for Mexico, three for Southern Boone. They, Mexico was four for 15 on third down. Southern Boone was two of nine in the third down area. They were 0 of six on fourth down. For Mexico, they were two of eight on third downs, and their quarterback was sacked three times. Evans was just sacked one time, and two quarterback knockdowns against Mexico, and Evans was hurried one time as we take a look to most of these uh, games, or most of these ha- these quarters, rather, were uh, six or under possessions as four possessions Started the game off in the first quarter. There were a total of seven possessions there in the second quarter. In the third quarter, it was just five possessions. And then seven possessions there in the fourth quarter. So you see why our game uh, gets over pretty quickly is just because we didn't have a whole lot of stoppage of play as clock continued to run here. 
as uh, a well-fought game for both squads. Just uh, Eagles came out a little bit better, and really it took them much of the uh, much of the game to kind of get that answer. But their defense looked very, very sharp here as uh, they held Mexico in check, particularly that ground game. They held it well in check as uh, really you can't script up much more than that. Just gave up the one touchdown. Great job of the defense. Couldn't ask more from them. They played fast. They they all swarmed the ball. Great tackles. Good job tackling the ball. Got got the turnover advantage as well. Just a, did a really good job. They they, they kept Shivers in check. Um, my guess it's probably a very few games that he doesn't have a, a big 40 to 50 yard play. And we kept him in check the whole time. All in all, excellent job by the defense. Coach Garris made some really good play calls. Cummings working with the defensive ends did a fantastic job. I, you know, just can't we can go up and down. Just a really good job on the defense. And uh, like he said, not a lot of stoppages in, in play when you. When the ball is run a lot and the clock keeps on moving and not a ton of penalties that were called in both ways, so fairly low penalty call game, so the game goes really fast. So unfortunately that means for us we don't have a ton of scores to share at this point. I'll just give you what, what we know for now. Hallsville and Centralia, last I heard, was tied at 20-20. to 20. So after we're done here, you can go listen to that uh, call. Yeah, about, Still six, 20 to 20. Yep, about six minutes or so Still left. Still 20-20 to 20 there. Um, we also have another good game going on at uh, Capital City and Battle. Last score there was 32-26 Battle. Blair Oaks took care of Luther North. Uh, it appears quite easily they won 35 to nothing. So it's a good quality win there. Um, Luther North is never that down. <laughs> so good, good game there for Blair Oaks. Let's see what other final scores do I have or close to the final scores. Helias uh, has been up on... Hickman pretty good, 38 to nothing. Um, Warsaw reverse sales at the half, 18 to nothing. But that's only the scores I've had right now. We got Coach Ross has happened to come up, and I can pass him a non-sweaty set of headphones here. Well, as we do that uh, again, the Southern Boone County Eagles get the 14 to six win in uh, a game that uh, just was a dogfight to start from start to finish, but. We are joined by Eagles head football coach and uh, Mark Ross. Coach Ross, congrats on the first win. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. We're, we're glad that we get out of here with that one. You know, we knew. We kind of talked about it a little bit. We knew it was going to be a dogfight, to say the least, but it really just came down to exactly that. Both teams just walking up and, and, and the proverbial just punch each other in the mouth and keep going. Yeah, absolutely. You know, the, the defense tonight was tremendous. Um, those those guys kept hitting and, and picking them up and, and do it again and, um, you know, forcing them to, you know, put the ball on the ground a couple times and kind of had them rattled times. And, um, you know, Coach Garris did a nice job of, of mixing up the fronts and, and having those guys ready to play this week. And, um, you know, that, that's what it came down to was, was the defense tonight. Well, this was a very quick game. There were only four possessions in the first quarter. And really, you guys, it was just that chess match. You mashed each other. You did well. But you guys were able to take advantage of, of one of the fumbles. They had four fumbles on the day in Mexico. You guys got one, and each team having each having an interception. But that shifted a little bit of momentum your way. Yeah, definitely. You know, and, and I think the biggest thing for me with, with all that was, you know, a lot of the offensive stuff was self-inflicted. You know, you, you look at... You know, the first three drives, you know, we had, we're driving the ball, we have, uh, we have a high snap, then we, the next drive we have a penalty, then we have an interception, you know, and so we were kind of relying on those momentum swings 
um, to kind of get us righted back in the in the right direction there. You know, that's just exactly it. We've talked about that. It's very much a game of momentum. That first score, though, did come off that interception, and that was late. I mean, it took all of the time, basically, in the first half to get that, but that was well executed. It, it was a pretty 30-yard touchdown play. Yeah, that was a great job by A.J. to, to kind of extend the play there and, and Tristan to, to see him rolling out of the pocket there and, and kind of break off his route and start working downhill towards him to – to be able to go score that touchdown, um, you know, it was just a really nice job by by both those guys to, to recognize the situation and, and find a way to get it in the end zone. What was the uh, mood in, at halftime in the locker room where you guys were up the touchdown? You knew you got the balls to start the second half. What was kind of the mood? What did you guys talk about? Yeah, you know, it was pretty calm. Um, you know, we were trying to get some things uh, fixed up front a little bit and just kind of talking some, some things that we saw out of them offensively in the first half that, you know, we expected to, to kind of change a little bit here in the second half. Um, you know, but it, it was a it was a calm demeanor by the guys. Um, you know, and we just talked about you know you get the opportunities to put the pedal down and, and don't let up. Um, you know, because they're they're a team that's you know does have some experience over there, and they can they can blow this thing open in the second half if we relax. Well, they did score a 29-yard touchdown play there in the fourth quarter, but then you guys answered right back. You took it. It was three plays for 63 yards, capped off with a 49-yard touchdown pass from uh, Evans to Morris. And it, it was a fun play to call. It looked great. What did it look like down on the field? Yeah, you know, it was. Uh, he had a couple different options there. Um, it, it was a great job by him to to find Chase and and just a well placed ball. Um, you know, I, I thought for a second maybe that corner was gonna pick that off or at least tip it and get a hand on it. Um, but it, it sailed through there, and and Chase did a, a nice catch and run there. Well, then we also talk a lot about, you know, peaking at the right time and, and going in the right place. They're that last drive for Mexico. They were able to get it deep down into territory and basically knock on the door, but the defense came alive. They, you know, they definitely ended on a high. They were able to get a turnover on downs. It just, just well, I mean, basically that whole last, last uh, goal line stand, the entire time Mexico was going the wrong direction every play. Yeah, you know, that was – that showed a lot out of the kids there in that situation. You know, they were pretty gassed um, to continue to fight and, and some of those plays. You know, Chase Morse coming up from the safety spot and making that play on the edge uh, for like a six-yard loss was huge to kind of set up that, that situation. And of course, then we get a batted ball um, on, on the next play, and, um, you know, that, that, was a, that was a huge series of downs right there late in the game. Well, the good thing is we talked about in the pregame with a district matchup. You know, you guys took care of business. You did what you needed to do, and that's where everything starts. So it's a great victory tonight, something that's going to, I think, carry over to the holiday weekend here and uh, get everybody set up for the game next week. Yeah, absolutely. You know, coming into conference play here, um, this is a good feeling, um, you know, going into going into next week. Um, but we've got some things that we need to work on, and we can't lose uh, focus on, on what we need to improve on uh, to continue moving forward each week. Well, any final thoughts for you get out of here? I know you want to go celebrate with everybody. Yeah, you know, we, we appreciate the fans tonight. Uh, the student section was absolutely phenomenal. And, uh, you know, another home one next week. So That's hope right. to see everyone there. We even had fireworks. I tell you, I'd get used to that. We yeah, to, absolutely. We need to yeah. win more often. So Nothing That's, wrong with that. Absolutely. So that's head coach for Southern Moon County Eagles and Mark Ross. We appreciate him taking time to come up here and talk to us here in our postgame show as we'll let him go and enjoy the victory here with uh, with the team and with his family and the fans that have hung around here as uh, just a great night to finish off. You know, it makes you a little nervous on some of these games when uh, they get down towards the end like this. And, and uh, the defense, as he said, they were gassed, they were tired, but they hung with it. 
and they stayed with it, and they that by far was their best defensive stand, as I said. The entire that, that goal line stand, every play that Mexico ran was going the wrong direction and went for negative yards. I think this is the best, uh, yeah, I think this is the best defensive performance we've seen in, in a couple of years, to be honest with you. Um, I, I liked how every every level was playing. Secondary played strong, knocking passes down. Linebackers were filling the holes quick. The linemen were do, doing a great job. All in all, it was just a fantastic defense. And I think, unfortunately, I think we're going. Most of our games are going to be like this all year. Um, I don't think uh, with this many young players and and so forth, and a new program kind of getting restarted here, uh, it's going to be games like this. But hey, that's going to be exciting. Exactly. And fortunately, we we're, we're lucky enough where we get to see a lot of good, exciting teams come come uh, on our schedule. So. They're a whole lot of fun to call when they're this close, especially when you're on the uh, when you're on the victory side. So, any final thoughts before we get out of here? No, this is exactly the kind of game I thought we'd see. I thought both, you know, I mentioned the offensive line was being important at the beginning of the game. I thought both offensive linemen played really well, and really the big surprise was both teams' defensive lines came to play. So, uh, great job all the way around. Mexico, nothing to be ashamed of. They just got to... They kind of work on their passing game a little bit, but that's okay. <laughs> but, uh, again, did a great job. Def- the defense was outstanding. Did a fantastic job of containing everyone out there. So uh, good job by the uh, Eagles defense. Good job by the Eagles offense getting what they needed to get done. Well, that's going to do it for our broadcast here tonight. Hopefully you've enjoyed uh, listening to us. It's been our pleasure bringing you the game here tonight as the uh, Southern Moo County Eagles move to 1-1 one one on the season as they beat the Mexico Bulldogs by a final of 14-6. to six. And That's uh, their start for Class 3 District 5 district play as they get the victory here tonight at home in Ashland. For Mike Freeze, I'm Blake Gasaway for the Show Me Sports Network. Until we talk to you with our next football action will be next Friday as the California Pintos come to town. Pre-game will be at 6.30. Kickoff set for 7 o'clock. We'll actually have softball Monday and Tuesday as uh, pre-game will start about 4.50 with first pitch coming at 5 o'clock. So we'll have a couple other activities before we listen to football once again. So until we talk to you then, so long and have a great evening. You've been listening to the biggest and absolute best coverage in mid-Missouri on the exclusive home for Southern Boone County Eagles football, the Show Me Sports Network, and the Eagles Radio Network. The Show Me Sports Network broadcast crew are the ones that know your Eagles the best. Exclusive coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football has been brought to you by Avon with Michelle Carty, Boone County Journal, Centurion Cares, Eddie Goodell Society, Han Custom Laser Engraving, LLC. Last Sentinel Firearms. Retrieving Freedom. Sawdust Studios. Southern Boone Booster Club. And Zealous WBGT. We hope you've enjoyed the broadcast. Join us anytime on the web at ShowMeSportsNetwork.com or find us on Facebook by searching Show Me Sports Network. The Show Me Sports Network and the Eagles Radio Network, your exclusive home for Southern Boone County Eagles football.
serving fans throughout the Midwest and even more around the world. This is the Show Me Sports Network. The preceding was an exclusive broadcast property presentation of the Show Me Sports Network and was a high-fidelity all-digital broadcast. This broadcast is copyrighted by the Show Me Sports Network for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast without the Show Me Sports Network's written consent is prohibited.